2: Hello friends and welcome to An Unexpected Podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, in a little village called Amanda. Yep, that's where we're coming to you from. Um, we are going to start with a, a quick counsel. <clears throat> I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be talking to my good buddy about one of my favorite book series of all time. How do you, how can you top all that? It just, I mean, it, it it just doesn't just, get any better. Right. It's That's all
3: the best things. We've had kind of an interesting, uh different like uh pre podcast today, man. Yeah, we have. It's been weird. It's been awesome. It's been great. So let me uh so usually you guys know the gist. As comes in, sets up for about five hours, mm-hmm. gives me lots of mm, mm, mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Right. What's hey, wrong? as have you thought about mm, yeah.
2: So anyway, um what's wrong with that? Huh?
3: That's it. Ez comes in <laughs> talking my ear off. It's like we're back in college again. He's like, Hey, buddy, hey, a million miles a minute. Uh-huh, yeah. Just, just like, I was happy to see man. Catch it. Man. He was genuinely excited to see old Lane, and I happy? felt pretty good about it. Yeah, we it cracked good. open some Chinese. I brought some oh. Chinese, uh, some carry out from a uh, uh, from China buffet, actually, is what it's called in right. Lancaster. Uh, Ch- China <laughs> buffet, yeah. <laughs> I do have an observation I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Do you judge yeah. Chinese buffet, how good it's going to be uh-huh. based on how much condensation is in the windows? Wow. Have you ever noticed that?
2: Yes. Why um, do you
3: walk in and it's like entering a sauna? You feel like you got to throw a robe on or take your clothes off or something. And then you're, I, I was just standing there. I was looking at the window. I'm like, dear Lord, it's dripping. Right. It's dripping. And they're always wet in there.
2: It's great, isn't it? It's a great feeling. It's, just a, it's I love, a two for one. I love damp, moist yeah. natures. <laughs> That's where you want to eat your food in People a, hate a moist that word. environment. You know, it just uh, the more the more moisture we can get, the better. <laughs> <laughs> People are like so mad right now. They're like, "Oh, nails on the chalkboard." <laughs> I'm sorry. My students told me they hate that word. So I don't. I don't know. What's wrong with moist? Moist towelette.
3: I think it's kind of refreshing. But yeah, me
2: too. So um.
3: Yeah, anyway, uh, picked up some Chinese. We dug into it's, it because Ez was smelling so much like Chinese last time. We said Wait, we got to eat some Chinese. Did this we time. make
2: that reference in, in the actual podcast last time? We may not have.
3: I, Ez, Ez showed up <laughs> and I gave him a hug. I'm like, whoa, dude, that <laughs> <It> smells good. <laughs> Ez goes, what is wrong? I'm like, I, did you have some Chinese before you got here? Nope, nope. I was like, man, it smells like the olden days when we used to go to walk and roll and mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. The, what was it hong kong buffet for a while right. in Mount Vernon, ohio right. yeah so uh it just it's been sitting in the back of my mind for like two weeks i'm like i really want some chinese i straight up had panda express on the way down here flying down. no you did not
2: yeah i did remember i told you that oh i thought you went today <laughs> i was gonna say you
3: double today? dunked on chinese oh, <laughs> no
2: not today oh my god <laughs> no you did you're going to the cardiac arrest right now man <laughs> No, I did not have double Chinese yes, but last time.
3: Last time, that's right. Okay, you didn't say no. I didn't. Have, you you did have Chinese, so that's I, yeah. why you smelled like Chinese, right? Because you're sitting in the car with it was the whole time. Sitting,
2: <laughs> it was falling all over me too. I was like, shoving. Because we were trying to get here for our secret. We have a big. That's right. Well, actually, the secret will be out by the time this. That's season. true. So, so we, we could be talking about, it. dude, guys. How about that how about Tammy interview? Lane, wow, uh-huh. are you guys blown away?
3: That's how much we love you guys. All right, yep. Yep. that we were able to. Uh, reach out to Tammy. And then she's just amazing enough to make that happen and share some, we got some really in-depth like, and I pride myself. There's a, there's a lot of this of, of Tolkien's universe. I haven't explored yet. Mm -hmm. I don't know yet, but when it comes to Peter Jackson's interpretations in the films and the appendices, especially of the Lord of the Rings, I mean, that was my Sunday uh, ritual all day Sunday, like every Sunday, all through high school, all through college, uh, right out of college was watching the appendices ad nauseum, learning about how they made those films, hearing all the mm-hmm. b- crew behind the scenes, quote unquote, people share their stories about how they brought this to life. So I remembered, I remembered Tammy and I yeah. you, you know, hear all these stories and she, she gave us a spin that, oh my God, because she was there a spin that I've never heard on those, on those no. appendices, exclusive um, stuff, exclusive for the stuff. stuff. For you guys, for you guys. Oh, so man. we enjoyed it too, though. I mean, yeah, we were in heaven. We were giddy. You could tell we yeah. were giddy as a couple school boys. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So, and as you heard, it Tammy is is open to doing another interview. She is. She so is. So we would part love two. to. We would love to have a part two with Tammy, mm-hmm. and call her back and hear. I mean, she we. She, we almost had to cut her off at points because she had so many stories. Oh, my gosh. And, and we, we we didn't want to monopolize her time. Right. Right. And I was like, holy cow. She could. Co-. So, yeah. Well, There's more to
2: come with Tammy. We did sit there for hours. We <laughs> it was did. Great. We, we did. A couple hour interview. It was it was amazing. And she's so kind hearted. And we just really, we're really, if she's, you know, listening. Yeah, um, thank, you, thank you so much. That was so much fun. So, but. Um, and we look forward to talking to you again. Yeah, it's we do. It's be awesome. Absolutely. Tales of Tammy. Yeah. Tales um, of Tammy. Yeah. So it was, yeah, I was the reason I was shoveling so much, you know, Panda Express down my <laughs> you know, throat was I was trying to make it there in time. I was, I was, little, I was like, man, I haven't eight since that like 1045. man and I was like, I understand a burger. I understand some fries. Yeah, I know. Panda why? Panda Express why, here, is a dangerous way to drive. Do you want eat. to know why? Yeah. Do you want I know, would uh, love to Because it. I was getting on 71. The way in which, remember I had to go pick up, I had, I had to pick you up. You drove had, 71. Listen to Panda. me. Listen to me for a second. I had to pick up a headphone splitter. Do you remember this? I had to go to Best Buy. I had to get to your house, but what at like a ridiculous amount of time. And who offered to pick up that splitter for you? Though, well, yeah. Johnny? Okay, uh, you're right. Let's but leave that I out of the one. The, that let's we make needed. That's okay. the
3: after hours show. Okay. okay.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> all right. Anyways, where I was at, by the time I would have gone back to get like a burger, yeah, there was no way I could have got back on 71. No, I would have made it. I would not have made it in time for the interview. No, so I did what I had to do. And I got that express express with a fork in my car,
3: man. (laughs) Oh, did you use your lap? Did you use both hands when one hand was on the wheel? Kind of always had one hand on
2: the wheel. Promise
3: would never do something
4: that dangerous.
3: so Um, anyways, we have a question for you guys. I don't know how we'd get feedback on this. Leave a, leave a comment, message us, whatever. Yeah. How dirty do you like your Chinese food? As, as, and I were talking about this, Sarah, Sarah and my mom had, um, really great, like cheesy garlic bread from, from, Yeah. From Christie's, our local pizza place, and then made some delicious salad. And Sarah was like, "Can I have a bite, bite of yours?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I gave her a little little bite and dunked the crab rangoon in the the mm-hmm. nuclear waste colored duck sauce, which right. oh, I, I could drink by the right. way. Yeah, it's pure carcinogen. And um, she takes a bite and she's like, "Oh my, that is disgusting." She used to love this food. Right, that is disgusting. I was like, "Yeah." It's the point that uh, exactly right. Bingo that that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want my Chinese food as disgusting and dirty and greasy and gross as possible. Now, if you're going to like a sushi bar or something, that's different, right? Yeah, but oh, yeah. Chinese Chinese buffet should be yeah, yeah,
2: dirty, right? <laughs> right you, know what you think? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's yes, what you want. you're right. Uh, so okay. we would like to know how dirty you like it. Yes, wow, just like that. Okay, good. moving on. How do you move um on from that? what else you got anything else you know you wanted to uh share on quick counsel
3: uh actually yeah you what about you though you go ahead and go first well, I, I have a i have a, a correlation between life and the films i want to share with you and i want to see what you feel okay okay cool um, but I want to hear about you man
2: well we're talking about a conspiracy unmasked today <laughs> so chapter uh, i was it chapter five <laughs> yeah. get the numbers mixed up yes um yeah, episode six chapter, chapter, chapter five. five yeah mm-hmm. um so <sighs> I wasn't real. I was going to talk more about like my week and what happened and whatnot, but I've just been noticing some really funky things about your house, <laughs> and so like I did this like. Uh, first of all, I will post a picture for you guys of Lane's bathroom that he makes me use. Okay, it's going to get a little personal, but like, <laughs> you, when you guys personal see it, for you or for me? No, for me. Um, oh, and all okay. of us, I guess, all because. Right. This bathroom is so small. Okay. All right. Whoa. And it's it's a great, it's a great little bathroom. Okay. Okay. But why in the world is the toilet paper rack thing? Like, I'll show you guys a picture. It's, it's unreachable. It's unreachable. Big conspiracy. I think it's the rack, the thing where the toilet paper's at. Like, that's why I was. You got to crouch a little bit. You got to move, move your, move your tush to get it. it it. Sure. Unreal. So uncomfortable for you. I mean, I mean that's sort of the point here. It, it was pretty ridiculous, <laughs> but it's okay. I I love your house. I'll the, check my this house has so much there. Uh, like character. Mm-hmm. And so I was just kind of going around. Lane was, you know, um, doing some things. His his uh, his beautiful uh, wife is here, and his beautiful mother is here, and uh, wonderful people. And was talking to them upstairs. And I just took my time. It's a beautiful my house. My daughter is also up there. Did not I say that? No, no. Oh, my okay. wife and my mom. <laughs> my bad. I thought I said that. Goodness gracious, man. You know, I can't get away with anything on this podcast. Nothing. Not a thing. Um, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. I have a few more things to share after oh. the podcast. I'll post other pictures and mm-hmm. things that I found. But you've just got some weird things here in this house. And I just kind of wanted Are to... Are you I, one of those things? Well, I am. But <laughs> I I wanted to take a picture of a couple of these things. I'm going to post them when, we, when this thread goes oh, live. Gosh. Because they're just some really... Uh, you know, some weird things going on here in this house. And I, I love it. It's uh, kind of adding to the narrative of why I get easily freaked out in this house. Sometimes
3: there so. have been, well, there was that, there was a noise we heard right before we started podcasting. Oh my gosh. I, we almost expected to see a ring wraith black rider bust through the door. I mean, they're, we're not going over you. Cause like, like that, legi- we're not talking this up either. No, no, this is not just, I just saw a flash of light out the window. So that's cool. Are you it's messing, just, like, I mean, look,
2: look. I and now it stopped. Are you kidding me? Dude, I anyways, we're not making this up guys. Oh, wow. Lane and I would not cool. like fabricate. We can't, something. we're not smart enough. No, we're not, actually. Uh but like the the room, we'll take a picture of the room that we're in. It has how many windows? One, two, three, four? Three, three? three? Huge. three? <laughs> Sorry, I can't see this I can't it's see door. my left shoulder. It's a door. Um so it's just a it's just a big room. The windows are big and so like you see a lot of stuff going on. We're on Main Street too, so we see a bunch of stuff go by the windows, yeah. so uh, and, Amanda's and, uh, Amanda's a busy place. too. Yeah, There's yeah. A lot of tractors driving down the main street. Right, and, right. right. So anyways, well, this has been a long, quick council, but real, real quick, I, but before you share your thing, yes. Um, I'll share more in the appendices about what I think is going on here in Amanda. We live on, Lane lives in, 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 in main street and I just, and, and where main street compir- conspiracy, is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking about that. Somewhere. And also I just wanted to kind of share like why I react the way I reacted last episode, because of things that happened in my childhood so that will be in the appendices oh dude i mean just and Ez has me some
3: awesome oh, okay okay that's all i'm yeah. gonna say has to say. some awesome uh stories of his childhood and i know some pretty frightening tales he could i think he could have a paranormal podcast as well which yeah. i could just kind of sit and listen on but be, be great uh, i awesome. do work
2: for a move on so that's
3: right anyways, anyways. and disney right um Okay, so I've noticed, here's a little, my, my quick counsel. Wow. Quick counsel? <laughs> my quick counsel, I wanted to mix it up a little bit. So, um, obviously, Winnie is going through, like, uh, growth spurts happen a lot when you're a baby. Okay. I, I learned from Sarah. She's like, you know, they can have them at, at um, you know, like six weeks, and then again at two months, and then at three months, you know. So, so okay. she Winnie is growing like crazy, man. She's put on like three pounds in the past two weeks and they're all in her cheeks yeah but she's so needless to say she's crying a lot mm-hmm. right? yeah um and she has this cry this very distinct cry yeah. and every time i hear it i'm like and she's a lot of cute like snorts and stuff but there's this one cry and every time you hear it i'm like i've heard that before mm-hmm. i've heard that long 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 ago long ago <laughs> back in the days of youth in my in my tolkien obs- obsession like the deep, rich days, uh-huh. the, the first days, the salad days of my yes. Tolkien obsession. Yes, and so I wanted to play a clip. Okay. How should I do this? Should I do the clip of her, and then the clip from the film, or vice versa? Let me do the clip from the film. Okay, and then I'll play her. Okay, clip, and then you tell me. You tell me if yeah, it sounds. Put, spot put on. up to the mic. Let's see. What okay, we so, get, so yeah. this is the clip. This is from uh, Balin's tomb. Okay. He is dead
4: then. <laughs> oh, no. This is our I
3: okay so that's the clip that is Gimli crying (laughs) okay and then i'm gonna play winnie and her cry so there's a little bit of talking in between but just listen for those real uh, eh, eh, cries and they're spot on okay Pretty she close. Sounds, she sounds like Kim Lee and I'm on <laughs> Oh my gosh <laughs> Tell me that doesn't. <laughs> oh. Okay, man. So either Winnie sounds like John Reese Davies, uh-huh. uh-huh. or vice versa. I mean, wow. You'd have to t- you'd have to pitch it down slightly, but not uh-huh. much. And you right. kind of hear me. I felt like that's a terrible father move but i was right. like mom let her just let her cry for a second because she was holding winnie right. sarah was like working on my lunch right because they're amazing women and i was like just let her cry for a second <laughs> don't comfort her just i want to she sounds like Gimli. so right yeah so um i oh, don't know gosh. man it's pretty pretty
2: wild that every pretty time wild. i hear so that I she's she's uh balance tomb she's got a future in film oh for sure so she does it's great she does that was so actually pretty funny. That's good, right? <laughs> how do you, I mean, how do you hear that? It just funny. connected,
3: it's, man. Yeah. You know, you know, how, like sounds can take you back, yeah. smells can take you back to places. Oh, yeah, it just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. every time I hear that,
2: right? Think about her, the senses.
3: Oh, that was good. That was good. That was, that was good. a very long, quick, counsel. that was a
2: hearty, quick counsel. So, that short was, chapter today. So, I wouldn't call that quick, but um, hey, thank but, you for for you know, are uh, you still if you're still listening, we right, appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> lane's just a rambling man guys just he was born a rambling man lord i was so all right let's let's move on here drop some eaves yes drop some eaves um we what do you got here
3: okay so so we're gonna drop some eaves we have amazon show news kind of there may be a conspiracy my friend okay there may be a conspiracy that's masked if you will all right um Searching for news on the show—it's so tight-lipped. I'm going everywhere. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna look up and see what's on the IMDb page.
2: Okay. Okay. Those okay. are
3: usually pretty accurate, even in early stages. They have some sort of idea what it's, what direction it's headed. I want you to pull it up real quick. Would you mind pulling it up real quick? Yeah. The I'm. Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Quick. Here. He's gonna pull it up real quick.
2: Uh, As was unprepared for? for this
3: Lord of the Rings TV show.
2: Lord of the Rings TV show. He's gonna pull it up real quick. While he's pulling it up. Right, okay. I'm taking a little longer than that, sorry. Um it takes a while to pull it up sometimes. Okay. T V show. All right. Yeah, I'm totally on the I just want this. What, it's what, okay, what, what, what this is see? live. What what am am I, we're going live here. I just want your initial reactions. I want you to read the synopsis. Lord of the Ring TV show. Um, I mean there which year we tell I don't really actually see anything, dude. It's just all the <laughs> I'll pull it up then. Yeah, because I don't say anything. What are you talking about? What? I'll pull it up. Are you like some map like some wizard on IMDb? And you're, I mean, <sighs> maybe. I'm me gonna pull it up real quick here. I think it's interesting. You went in here search. it and is: TV a... series, Lord of the Rings TV series. Oh, glad that was easy to find. I'm gonna
3: read you the synopsis. Okay, read it to me. A young Hobbit named Frodo Baggins has been entrusted with saving the future of civilization by taking a powerful, highly sought-after ring to Mount Doom. <laughs> And destroy it. I kid you. I kid you not. Stop I kid you it. not. Episode guide: Zero episodes. The Lord of the Rings adventure Fantasies, TV series. I kid you not. Okay. So I think there might be a conspiracy. I've got a couple of theories here that I'm going to try and, and and link together. You take it for what it is. Okay. Okay. So. We were told it was going to be a TV show linking The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. You've right. heard all our all, all our feelings about that. We don't like that idea. It's just a bridge series. We want something original. We want this to be epic. We want it to stand on its own. If you're going by IMDb's early whatever and I'm going I'm going to that's the only thing out there. I'm going to take it. It sounds like a reboot to me. Wow. Well, when wow. we talked to Tammy now, this is a good point. This <laughs> is not, Tammy's not involved with the project. I'm going to do a full disclaimer here. She's not involved with the project. Um, she, as far as we know, knows as much as the rest of us. But the way she phrased it sounded like she believed it to be a reboot of the Lord of the Rings
2: trilogy films. Dude, you are absolutely 100% okay. right. I, I, yeah, I remember okay. this now. Go ahead.
3: And if you remember going back even further, I I don't know remember where I've said it. And we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. If Lord of the Rings was adapted today, it would be a TV show. Yeah. If the if the movies never happened happened in 01, 02, 03, it would be a TV show because then you could you'd have time for the Old Forest. You'd have time for Bombadil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'd have you could make eight seasons and ten episodes each you had 80 hours or more of Lord of the Rings. Whereas now we have what? 12 or 15.
2: Okay. All okay. Right.
3: Yeah. Um so. I, I mean, I don't know, but I wanted to get your feelings on uh, in an alternate reality, uh-huh. in an old forest, if you will, yep. where our classic films are rebooted. Okay. What's your feeling about that? If yeah. that, if that mm-hmm. is true, if and it's probably not, but if this TV show is a reboot of Lord of the Rings, I mean, I never thought we'd have three Spider-Men at this point within right. like 15 years.
2: What are your feelings on that? Right. Okay. So you bring up a really good point. When we were talking to Tammy, um, I didn't quite know where she was going. I was kind of like, "Why is she so?" I was so confused. I was so confused at first. I was like, what is did she was she, she was upset. She was like, she "Why would about? they try and Why would they try
3: and reboot classics?
2: Yeah. Why, why would Why would they try and remake Touch these that. and stuff yep. like that?" And I'm like, "Oh, did she just like We said this afterwards, and I totally forgot about it until right now. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Um, this is not good. That's not good. Mm. Not that Not that she knows anything." She's going to be pissed that we're – she's going to be like, no, she no, won't. No, I'm just kidding. I know well, because I, I took it as –
3: and then jump right back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took it as like um, this is just what she thinks it might be, but nobody really knows. And so that's where she's going. She's jumping to that like it's going to be a reboot because that's what everyone does now. Everyone reboots everything.
2: Yeah, know. for sure. I know. Yeah. I, I know For sure. But I I, th- I just sort of – it worries you when you hear someone of her caliber yeah. mention something like that. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, Okay. So no, if that happens, uh catastrophe. I don't I'm not I'm not down. I'm not in on that. That is not gonna be good. Sorry, you asked for it raw. As you wanna be shocked? You want it. I don't want it. But I think I think I'd kinda be
3: into it. How terrible mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm I feel very split on this. Part yeah. of me is like mm-hmm. Crucify me! What is wrong with you, Lane? How right. could you even possibly oh, people are right it now? That's fine. How can you utter <laughs> that? But part of me is like, how interesting! How interesting yeah. would it be to see an unabridged version of that story yeah. through someone else's eyes? We've only seen Middle Earth on a uh, like on a big high end film scale. I mean, you have the bakshi films and all that stuff from one perspective, right? Peter Jackson's perspective that he molded in in his vision, which is beautiful, and I love his vision. It's it's beautiful, but sure. it would be kind of interesting to see it from another
2: perspective, okay, from yeah. a certain point of view. Okay, but I don't know. No, I mean it would be. I would hate things... it, but I wouldn't hate it at the same. Well, time. Well, and I would still watch it. Come on, of course I mean, you would. Gosh, of, of course, course you would. I'm not going to not watch it. But um, and I would like to see how you know they incorporated different things, right? So you know. Like, like, like the old forest and stuff. Quit, stop looking. Over.
3: Okay. <laughs> Sorry. See, uh, and I, I, like, it seems to me like you jump on it. Cause it's your, it's your chance to see old Tom.
2: Yeah. That, I mean, well, I mean that piece would be neat, but then that would be about it. I don't really know yeah. what else I'm, I'm missing out on yet. Um, so, yeah. so I, I, you know. And I don't feel unfulfilled. I don't want
3: anyone to think that way. I'm not, I'm not, there's nothing missing for me from the trilogy. It's. No,
2: me, me neither. And I, especially yeah. when you have the extended, the extended edition. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, but, uh, wow, this, that was a shocker yeah. to me. This was a yeah. good, I'm glad you pulled this out because okay. so there's a conspiracy it's, it's a effect. conspiracy yeah. for sure.
3: We, we don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. So also, uh, uh, an Amazon hire that just happened is Jen Salky Sulk. Okay. Not okay. exactly sure how to say her last name. Okay. So she's a former NBC exec she was behind getting a lot of uh, really highly acclaimed shows made, like Modern Family, Glee, The Chicago Series, Bones, Prison Break, and uh, one of our favorites, This Is Us. Uh, she's also uh, helped the you know the Good Place, Superstore, and the Unbreakable Kimmy Sh- Kimmy Schmidt, and Great News. I don't know that one. Got those produced all under her watch. Okay, so. Kind of a cool thing. These are successful shows that a lot of people like. That are packed with emotion. A lot of them. So if she is kind of taking over, I, I think the guy that was previously the um, uh, the exec was fired for sexual harassment stuff. Oh, okay. So yeah. they replaced yeah. her. She she got his job, which yeah. is great. So um, and they were talking about the hole that that's going to leave at NBC. So will her influence be focused? Directly on the Lord of the Rings uh, television series? Probably not. But um, will her presence be felt there? Probably. So she she picks and influences really, really good shows. So that's kind of cool. That's about it for the uh, Amazon show news. Um, In terms of the biopic, still no release date. Uh, The real important question is where are we going to go eat before we watch the movie? I'm thinking Asian star. <laughs> Let's you get on a Panda Express or right. China buffet in Lancaster, Ohio. If you're yeah. ever around, check it out. Sweaty, look for the sweaty windows. But we'll keep uh, we we'll continue to keep one eye on this project and update you with any progress. Yeah. There are a couple other cool um, little Middle Earth news tidbits I want okay. to share. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings soundtrack. We all love it. Uh, a lot of us probably pop it on when we're in the shower or on a long drive or working out even or doing some art or writing uh, it is being released on vinyl hmm so there's obviously the last like five ten years there's been this big push to get all the music we love on uh, records on vinyl right because it's kind of cool and there are record players you can buy now it's just a, and it, it's a, a real texturized natural raw feel I, I have tons of records we'll, we'll, we'll a bunch of John Mayer stuff. Uh, the 1975 on on vinyl, even going back and buying some classics on vinyl. Um, so it's actually on Amazon right now. It's on pre-order. It'll be released April 6th. Uh, so, wow, like what, a month? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's $108. Holy smokes. And 29 cents. But it's the, oh my gosh, wow. That's just the Fellowship of the Ring. But it's the, complete, <laughs> it's the complete recordings, which means you have, like, uh, which we were listening to right before, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. You got Gandalf singing The Road Goes Ever On, Bilbo's vocals, uh, the party, the full party music from uh, Bilbo's party, uh, from the, the Hobbit band. You've got uh, the elves in the woods singing, mm-hmm. Gildor's Band of Elves singing, um, uh, I Elbereth Gathoniel, And so, I mean, awesome. Kind of right. cool that they're doing that. Yeah. Uh, and they're also like on this red, this red vinyl. They're just beautiful. Nice. Might We nice. might uh, put a picture on the on the Facebook page. So you're buying that for everybody, right? <sighs> That'll that's... be one of our giveaways. Okay. <laughs> Once we get about 40 <laughs> oh, patrons. Man, I that'd think. be great. Um, no, that'd be, can you imagine? That'd be amazing. That'd be We're awesome. doing a heartbeat. So that's kind of cool that's out there. And then also there is, so we all love those vinyl like pop figurines, which are really mm-hmm. cool. They make a like. Literally every character for every show and movie. They're hugely popular. I'm sure all of you guys have one on your desk somewhere. I've got one over my shoulder, Photo Baggins. Ezra got Winnie, uh, Old Luke Skywalker. It's in her nursery. So the cool thing about uh, those is they've got Lord of the Rings, obviously, right? So we can get our favorite right. characters. Mm-hmm. But something really cool that's happening is Weta Workshop, you know, the guys and gals responsible for bringing. Uh, middle earth visually to life for us um thought hey let's make our own vinyl figures we're going to call them mini epics and we're going to sell them so they are actually incredible are you looking at them right now Uh um go to uh weta nz.com and then or just search um like the vinyl figures uh they're called mini epics so search mini epics right now and check them out um they're, they're releasing them in waves. So right now they have Frodo, Gollum, Gimli, and Urukai Berserker, and uh, Moria Orc. They're like really uh, like texturized and characterized. It's really, there's, there's elements that are exactly from the characters in the film and others that are kind of played up and yeah, fantasized. Yeah. Aren't they cool looking? Those are cool. Super yeah. cool. So I was amped about that. And of course my mind immediately went to my favorite character. I'm like... When is there going to be an Aragorn one? Why is he not in the first batch? Well, uh, I think it's Emerald City Comic Con or, or Dragon Fest or something is going on right now. Okay, and Weta is there, and they just released their second wave. Okay, They've got them there to to kind of promote them, and their second wave is Aragorn, Legolas, and Gandalf. Wow, wow! So and they look just as cool, yeah. as those right there. So check those out. They're about thirty bucks a piece. So um, you know, I don't know what that compares to the other pop figurines but they're definitely worth it they're made by the guys who and, and, and ladies who made the films so popular and they're really cool looking so good good gift item there
2: that's awesome yeah sweet man all right well um so that wraps up the uh and Eve section now we're gonna move on to a little uh today in middle earth we're gonna try to uh get through some of these here we got a lot of dates to get through my friend mm-hmm. a lot of dates you um do. I, th- I figured you should take this one. This is near and dear to your heart. So That's true. So March 1st is Aragorn's birthday,
3: which yeah. is pretty exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we w- kind of wonder how Aragorn celebrated. If you like, you know, if you forgot about it, probably. And like Legolas and, Gim- and Gimli were like, they put some candles on Lembas bread or something. <laughs> probably probably guys, what you remembered. Thanks. Uh, so March 1st, Entmoot also <clears throat> begins. Eomer returns to Eterus and meets Aragorn. Frodo and Sam are guided by Gollum. And they begin the passage of the dead marshes at dawn. The hunters find signs of the hobbits, and they meet Gandalf the White. The hunters are obviously Aragorn, uh, Gimli, and Legolas. And then uh, Faramir leaves Minas Tirith on an errand to Ithilien. This is all stuff we haven't gotten to yet, so if you're wanting to be I should, we should, probably should have said that. If you don't want to know, if you've never read before and don't want to know what's going on, skip this part.
2: Right, yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, March 2nd, Frodo, Sam, and Gollum come to the end of the mars- marshes. Uh, Grandalf Wow, we are really doing a great job reading today. Uh Gandalf comes to Eterus and heals uh Théoden. Uh the Rohirrim ride west against Saruman. The second battle of the Fords of Isen, uh Erikenbrand defeated Entmoot ends in the afternoon and the Ents march uh for Isengard and reach it in uh, at night. March 3rd, Théoden retreats to Helm's Deep. Battle of the Hornburg begins. Ents complete
3: the destruction of Isengard. Frodo and Sam hide from the terror in the sky. That's a good day. Mm -hmm. A lot of work done.
2: Oh, yeah. March 4th, um, Aragorn faces the enemy as the New Day dawns. Gandalf returns and leads the charge of the Riders. Theoden and Gandalf set off for Isengard. Frodo reaches um, Slag Mountains on the edge of the desolation of Moran. (laughs) 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 I knew I was going to jack that up. Oh, guys. I hope you... I hope we can play for them. Some of the clips of us jacking up these me. Uh, I'm sorry, me jacking. These we both jack them up, man. Up. Oh, it's so great. It's elvish to me. It's all elvish to me. That's great. No. Uh, Merry and Pippin uh, stay high and dry. Um, let's see. Uh, Theoden reached on oh, March 5th. Theoden reaches Isengard at noon um, and uh, parlays with uh, Saruman of at. Uh, <laughs> or thank, or thank, thank you. Uh, Pippin steals the uh, palantir. Um, Oh, winged Nazgul pass over uh, the camp at Dog Dol... <laughs> um, yeah. Dol... But, right. <laughs> well, that's right. That's it. That's what I said, right? That's <laughs> Dol Dolberon. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly why we had it phonetically in there. <laughs> and I was reading both phonetic and the actual thing <laughs> <laughs> together. Uh, we need these in different colors. Uh, Frodo, Sam, and Gollum hide um, on the uh, Morin... In, in, yeah, and leave at dusk. Yep. You got the rest of these, come on. Okay, all right, I'll take them. You did an awesome job. Thanks, man. I'm March trying. 6th,
3: Uh Aragorn overtaken by the Dunedain in the early hours. Theoden sets out from the Hornburg for Harrowdale. Aragorn sets out later. Uh, Marys uh, moved to honor the king, so uh, pledges his service there. Pippin and Gandalf come to Dunharrow. Frodo, Sam, and Gollum reach the northern border of
2: Athelion. Okay. Um, March 7th, Frodo uh, taken by Faramir to uh, Henneth Anun. Did I get that? Yeah, You did, Let's baby. Go. Bingo. The, the Forbidden Pool. Uh, Aragorn comes to uh, Dunharrow at nightfall. Shadowfax carries Gandalf and Pippin to the next realm. Mary visits Helm Steep. Getting all sweaty from all these, <laughs> these names.
3: <laughs> March 8th, Aragorn takes the Pass of the dead at daybreak and reaches Eric by midnight. Um, Frodo leaves Henneth Anun Merry and the Rohirrim make their way to Dunharrow Shadowfax flies fast across the fields of Gondor quickly approaching Minas Tirith as he normally does that's right man he's quick as can be lord of all horses March 9th Gandalf reaches Minas Tirith Faramir leaves Henneth Anun Aragorn sets out from Eric and reaches Calumbo Uh, at dusk Frodo reaches the Morgul Road Theoden comes to Dunharrow darkness begins to flow out of Mordor March 10th, the dawnless day. This is a bad day. Well, maybe not. The muster of the Rohirrim. They ride for Harrowdale. Fairmere rescued by Gandalf outside the gates of Minas Tirith. Aragorn crosses Ringlo. An army from the Morannon takes care Andros and passes into uh, Anorion. Frodo
2: passes the crossroads and sees the Morgul host set forth. Nice. Uh, March 11th, uh, Gollum visits... Is, is, is it Shelob? Yes, Shelob. Okay. <laughs> I've heard it both ways.
3: Okay. Shelob, Shelob. I mean, um, that's her ear, I guess.
2: Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Denethor sends Faramir to um, Os- Osgili- Osgiliath. Yep. Um, Aragorn reaches um, Lynn here and crosses into Lebanon. Eastern, um, Rohan is invaded from the north. First assault on Lorien, and Mary sets out for Minas Tirith.
3: March 12th, Gollum leads Frodo into Shelob's lair. Faramir retreats to the Causeway forts. Theoden camps under Min-Rimen. The Ents defeat the invaders of Rohan. And then March 13th, it's my sister's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Happy Hillary. Birthday. Uh, Frodo captured by the orcs of Ungol. The Pelennor is overrun. Faramir is wounded. Aragorn reaches Pelargir and captures the fleet. Theoden in Druid in Forest. Frodo is taken ill. And then March 14th, Samwise finds Frodo in the tower. Minas Tirith is besieged the Rohirrim led by the wild men come to the greywood Aragorn Legolas and Gimli sail from Pelagier
2: with the captured fleet I'm wore out man after That's that I'm tired right now that is wearing me out yeah. and I am literally going to go through the next time and I'm going to phonetically put these in <laughs> and I as you did a, did a oh yeah hey you know did a hell of a job thanks <laughs> man Psh, all right there you go all right guys let's move on here um we are now ready thank you so much you know for uh, sticking with us here okay this is yeah. great um we're ready for, we're ready for the reread yeah. it's uh chapter five a conspiracy unmasked and we had some really good thoughts though from the last couple of chapters we did that we wanted to kind of share with you guys and again i always harken back to it. it's it's a club it's a community and it's such a Absolutely. such a good group i mean uh i've said it, said it last time it's it's throughout the week i i check in on the facebook and you guys are leaving thoughts that just kind of blow us away so we have a few of those we want to read uh, I'm going to read a recap just of the last chapter. Actually, Lynn, you can read the recap. I'll read the summary. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll pull up the Facebook thread and we'll kind of get into some of these uh, juicy comments. Awesome.
3: And like as said, we are, I mean, how many, we get so many notifications th- throughout the day of you guys communicating with us, uh, leaving us comments. Well, and with each um, other, you know, I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's true, that's yeah. true. And it's just so cool to, I don't know. To be a part of it. That, right, that's that's what we wanted. We wanted to, like we didn't really have this uh, Lord of the Rings middle Earth Tolkien community directly in our lives and we wanted to have one and so it's so cool what all of us are creating it's it's awesome so thank you for for being active on that Recap so Frodo Sam and Pippin take a shortcut that led to unexpected an unexpected basket of mushrooms There was a lot of sniffing and sightseeing along the way. Farmer maggot finds the trio tramping across his land and
2: surprisingly offers his help Wow he does man he does that was a good little chapter and uh I loved we, we, it. we had fun with our far, our farmer maggot uh stories yeah and stuff. my so, farmer maggot that's right yeah yep. um so yep. and actually we don't have any of those yet because we're actually a little bit ahead but we're hoping we yes. asked last time that people would have some of those stories so yes. if we don't read those now just know that we're a little bit ahead in the recordings we will probably read those next episodes so absolutely. if you guys drop some of those on us that would be fantastic absolutely yes Alrighty. Back to the Facebook thread here. Let's see what we had. Let's see. We had some good thoughts in here. Who do you want to start with?
3: Let's go with, uh, sorry, mine just, I had to reload it real quick. Let's go with Dustin Watson. Sure. Mm-hmm. You want to take Dustin and I'll do Jeremiah.
2: Yeah. Um, right. let's see here. Um, he's got, uh, his book listed there. Yeah. So, um, do, 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 do. Oh, he mentions, he brings up a good point. You know, we were talking about um, Farmer Maggot and basically how, uh, I, think we, I think we might have misspoke or said, you know, maybe initially that he did not initially recognize Frodo. Yeah. And he did, and Dustin points that out. Yeah, so it kind think, of glanced so, over that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you, Dustin. I mean, we did obviously talk about you know all of their relationship and stuff thereafter but I think he's he's speaking in this comment about just that initial, you know, um recognition of Frodo. So yes. so thank you there. Good I'll get onto his other comment. Um sometimes I notice um or something that I noticed is that the tone is starting to get darker and more serious, but it is not that serious yet. In chapter 2, um it was eat and walk, then rest and eat and sleep and eat. <laughs> Good. Um, Perhaps it is the sense of danger um, isn't right upon them. So maybe that's not Mm -hmm. happening right there, Uh, but it's definitely, it definitely feels like this ominous tension has already started to build, you know, and we're still in the Shire. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Also speaking of tension, I only read the books once before. um, And I was freaking out about the final description of clopping hooves and dark figures only to have it be revealed that uh, it's Mary. Yeah. Uh, I definitely agree that the uh, back and forth tension uh, and relief helps the tension build each time it happens. And that's a really good point. It, I, I, it's like the ebb and flow, right? It just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it, it would come, it would go, and it would come back. And then each time it was just like, when is it going to strike? Yeah, It's like a clock was ticking, and it was just... You know there's yeah,
3: you know. and it really causes like a sense of paranoia, doesn't it? Yeah, because right. you're really is it this time, no, next yeah, time, you okay. can't get a beat on it. Eventually, it's,
2: it's going to happen, and yep. then at the end, it ends up
3: being Mary, right? You know, yeah, right. I mean, really and, good point, Dustin. Yeah, just a great another like Tolkien has such good twists, and he often ends chapters in a way that just surprises you. It's, it's really cool. Um, uh, so Jeremiah Allen had a little comment here, which is pretty cool. He said. I wanted to touch on a comment you read before diving into Chapter 4. So this is kind of going back. He's complimenting Daniel Kautz's argument that the ring doesn't want to go to Gandalf with the idea that it itself wants to stay with its current bearer, Frodo, because it already has its claws in him. Transferring to a new person starts the, for lack of a better term, bonding cycle over and further delays its ultimate goal in returning to Sauron. It's a one-sided parasitic relationship that tricks the bear into thinking they're acting on their own free will. Mm-hmm. And, and until these guys brought it up, I honestly didn't even really think of it that way. Mm-hmm. And now that they have, I can't think of it any other way. It's 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 true. And like the only th- I think my comment was so, it was so ridiculous. It was um. But the only way I can think of it is because I've had until the last couple years, I had a, a new teaching job kind of every year. It's just the way it happened. Mm-hmm. And it's that feeling of oh my gosh, new job. New place, right? No one knows. No, no one knows who I am. No one knows what I've done. I've got to prove myself all over again.
2: That's so, a really no. It's, it's I mean, yeah. I it guess it makes sense. So you've but got to be
3: on. You got to turn your A game on. You yes, can't kind of can't take a day off, right? And so the ring is in the same way. It's thinking the ring's almost kind of. It's obviously more comfortable the longer it is with someone. Yeah, it's put in it, a lot of work. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So that was a great point. And then we have Ephraim who uh, uh, sent us a message. He had a really cool idea. About the identi- identity identity of, of black writers. Oh um, yeah, okay, okay yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Let me pull this up real quick. Yeah, this was really neat. It was, uh, and and I <sighs> thought about this when when you we were going over some of these comments and stuff about where this could have taken place. So I'll yeah. tell you in a second. Okay, once you
3: awesome. And, and I love these like I love these these theories. You know, I think sometimes we think that we that Tolkien gave us all the answers and that we can go back and go. Oh no, clearly he was talking about this and. Sure. That's true. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of that, but I think he also liked the, I mean, obviously love the idea of mythology mm-hmm. and with mythology comes different interpretations. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yep. And so being open to that sense of wonder is awesome. So he had a really cool, uh, idea that I loved. He says, Hey dudes, uh, you guys are awesome. Wow. Well, thank you. Takes uh, awesome to know. Awesome. Right. friends very kind. Um, I really got to ask this question. Is it possible that any of these occasions in which a dark rider is encountered that it's Aragorn? I mean, he could be in a hood and the rider sometimes seems easier than he should be. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just trying to run through any possibility. Mm -hmm. And I love that exhaustive thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that would be amazing.
2: Yeah, it, it it would be, and I'm trying to think back to the reference where you where they finally realize that there are two writers, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's sort of where because they they mentioned it could be one, possibly two, right, is what they were thinking. By the time they get into the, in this chapter, they actually talk about that, I, yep. I believe. And I, I, I when I read this comment and you were mentioning it to me, I thought maybe right there. Yeah, maybe he is yeah. circling around. Who are these watchers that you know Gandalf has set you know in the Shire to to take care of things? Where are they at? Exactly, you know, and and what, are, what does their role look like? Are are they tracking these these right. you know creatures or riders right. or what have you? So and the precedent too is that at the end of, um
3: you know, shortcut to mushrooms we mistake Mary Brandybuck exactly for a dark rider. Good point. So it's a great that's a great um, background and uh, context for that. And then also he's right when he says that you know like sometimes it seems like it's easier to get away from them. And mm-hmm. you and I talked about this because we read this comment. and We kind of discussed it a little bit. We right. talked about where where would the balance be between wanting to to move in ultimate secrecy and also being like, oh god, it's three hobbits. Mm-hmm. Let's just crush them and take the ring and be over with, done with this. Right. You know where where how are the ring
2: wraiths striking that or the black riders striking yeah. that balance? Well, here's the thing. I mean, you've already said ring wraith, and I think it's fine to go ahead and talk about this for a second because. I was wondering myself, what are their orders, right? And do yeah, we know yeah, that that is the One Ring? They don't. I don't. Believe that's yet. true. So, uh, the element of secrecy still has to be there because it's, they're true. just seeking this out. You know, um, good lord. I mean, if they knew, I if they absolutely knew, I believe I, mean, I could be wrong, point. right? I mean, that's th- a good point. Yeah. But if they knew, why wouldn't they just, you know? That's that's my question. So, so I yeah. I don't believe that. You know, there Gandalf must be was, some was reservation. Uncertain. Yes, yeah, and it's it's sort of like uh, before we reveal our entire hand here, right? You know, let's go investigate this. Let's send out the best of the best and see what we can find. You know, so <laughs> that's so cool, awesome. Love those comments. Yeah, thank cool you. to have those conversations. Love Absolutely. it, love Absolutely. it. So, all right, let's uh, let's get into the summary here yeah, um, for Conspiracy Unmasked. I loved, um, as, yeah, I, I loved this chapter. As I loved this chapter. It was a shorter chapter, but there's actually quite a bit to it. There the was same, almost more in it than I know. I know. Oh, references. Um, Farmer Maggot hands Frodo, Sam, and Pippin off to Merry, who escorts them to Buckleberry Ferry. They cross the Brandywine River, um, admire Brandy Hall, and make their way to Crick Hollow Cottage. Uh, once at Crick Hollow, the hobbits take a bath, <laughs> they eat a second supper, and they discuss conspiracy Theories. Yeah. Um, so there's your summary. Uh, let's kind of jump into Let's go over the. We, we've broken this uh, chapter down into a couple different headings here. We have mm-hmm. um, a history of Buckland. Um, we have Crick Hollow Cottage, a bath, a brew, and a conspiracy to <laughs> TWO. TWO. Uh, and a prophetic uh, dream. So yeah, um, Lane's got a oh, crap ton of notes here. You really did like this chapter, my I friend. I liked
3: it a lot, man. I don't know what. It, I, I, I...
2: I don't know. I'm not sure what it is, but
3: like this chapter was, it was easy to fill up the corners. I just, right. I, I loved everything about it. I from the from the get go, and like the, because um, I, I I I don't know. I mean, when I read it last, I totally glanced over that description of Buckland and that that brief history of Buckland, and I, it, to me, it's just like so interesting because it mentions it being like it was almost like a colony within the Shire. Um, you know they—they're obviously like the weirdos mm-hmm. um, of hobbits, uh, and then the description of Brandy Hall. I mean, like it was just
2: unreal. I love absolutely, it. and you—you and get it. that. It's—it's it, it's really kind of a—it's a smaller reference to Brandy Hall itself. I mean, it's not like a huge reference, but we're in—you know—we're we're in Buckland, and we're talking about you know someone who moves across the river, very queer thing to do. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's it was it bold, to, man. It's bold bold move, that they did, Right. Yeah. Um, so I think it's interesting because it's bold because as far as, you know, the maps and things go, as I mentioned a couple episodes ago, we're getting closer to those white spaces, which attention yeah. starts to, to We're getting close to the border here. Mm-hmm. We're getting close to, you know, stepping out of the Shire. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're on our last little, little, little bit here. So, um, but anyways, yeah. So, so what else you got? So they're stepping onto the ferry. Um.
3: Yeah. So the, initially, we we pick up kind of right where we left off. Right there, they're they're, moving, they're approaching the ferry. They get on the ferry. Um, and an interesting thing that he kind of notes at the beginning is that there seems to be less fog on the further side. So that kind of is like um like a little foreshadowing of some hopefulness, right? Right. This this we've we've been kind of. Our judgment's been cloudy. Uh, it's been it's been incredibly foggy. We're not, you know, with that, with that paranoia. It's like when you're in the fog, you you can't see, but you know, f- sometimes feet in front of you. You don't know what's coming next. And that was the entire last chapter. So that he's, you know, that's lifting on the other side of this river. So we almost have this feeling like if we we just get across the river, things are going to be okay for a while. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, the brandywine flowed slow and broad before them. Uh, behind loomed up the Buck Hill and out of it through um, stray shrouds shrouds of mist shone many round windows, yellow and red. They were the windows of Brandy Hall, the ancient home of the Brandy Bucks. It's almost like a a beacon of history and safety just kind of Taking them across, almost like a lighthouse, taking them across the river.
2: Yeah, the, and I know this is a bit of a stretch, but like I, I kind of when I <clears throat> heard about this and you shared a some concept art and some pictures yeah. I think on our Facebook, right? About, um, about this, and it just sort of feels like it's almost like royalty. This yes. place is massive. It feels like it's like a can you like imagine a <laughs> palace? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, so many windows. They've got the three big doors. And- three big doors and about a hundred
3: windows. Yeah. And, I mean, we thought, like, Bag End was big, right? Bag End's supposed to be this, this like, you know, uh, stately residence, which it is. Mm-hmm. But you think about uh, Brandy Hall as being, like, this uh, great gathering place, just this this hub Um and the way it's described is it's just magical, man. And the way they see it in the night with the with the yellow uh, windows and, and yeah. even some red, so there's got to be some stained glass in there. So it's an ornate oh, place. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just beautiful, man. Right, beautiful. Right. And then we get into the history. Did you think this was fascinating? The history yeah. of Buckland. Oh yeah, I did. I did. It's so cool. I mean, they even the old Bucks changed their name. Right. they yeah. were so in love with the new with the new place that they they had
2: found their new colony that they changed their name mm-hmm. I think ah. it's the, it's also kind of talks about this being almost like a separate little like colony yes right so because it's across this river which yep. uh, the which is like I mean that's so crazy to me like the hobbits just they're they're afraid of water right, right? they just won't cross Except it. these guys Right. They, they, These guys are... Some of them swim. They're BAs. That's right. Some of them swim. For pleasure, man. Okay. Just so we're clear. That's right. Uh, don't forget Remember the sniffing. Remember <laughs> uh, so, but sniffing. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting that this is... And it kind of... When you look at the map, we actually put up... Um, and we'll share this with, with, with you guys. Um, it's on the onering.com But it's basically a map that, yeah. um, that Tolkien... This is, this is his map, right? Is, am I looking at the wrong one or... The map of the Shire, yeah, the yeah, yeah the white one, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, It's in and it's in a lot of the books, yeah, right. Yep. You, you can kind of look over and kind of see just where we're at here. It's it's a beautiful map and uh, just to kind of see the routes that they took, mm-hmm. cutting across country versus the way in which Mary, you know, mm-hmm. uh, got to them and intercepted them to take them across, you know. Um, and there's another map we're using too. It's uh, part
3: of the Lord of the Rings project, LOTRproject.com. It's like an interactive map. Right. So you, you you pull up the ones that Tolkien wrote, but then you also pull up this interactive map, and it's all uh, you've got red points um, that are that are where events have happened. You can go over and look at paths, and you can select uh, individual paths. Uh, you could have like Frodo and Sam only. You could add Merry and Pippin to that too. So you can kind of see uh, like on a broader scale where they're going and points points that we're hitting up. And even the variations, like you said, like how uh, um, Frodo and Sam and Pippin went more south and then east across, mm-hmm. whereas uh, Merry pretty much, you know, he kept to the road. He was taking all of Frodo's stuff to the cottage and needed to kind of stay on the road. And obviously what well, they're not as, um they're not being hunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah. He's not being hunted with uh, with Fatty. So, yeah, awesome stuff, dude.
2: Right. And so um, they're crossing the river here. And so we're, yeah. we're just still getting a good look. You know, at this at this little colony, as we're we're crossing, and are you ready to kind of talk about you know Sam and his feeling as he's crossing this river? Or? Yeah, can I talk a little more about the history though first? I'm obsessed. Oh, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay? I, I felt yeah. like
3: okay, so I felt like I um I felt like every sentence was just maybe I'm just geeking out over this chapter for no reason, but no, I felt right. like everything was just packed down. I, I love the idea oh, yeah, too about family. yeah, just yeah. and just about like um. So the river, the Brandywine, was the original boundary eastwards. Mm -hmm. So not only are they a colony, but they really were adventuring into like unknown lands, Mm -hmm. facing the fear of water that a lot of hobbits have, and then crossing over to new land, which is something else they don't like. Uh, They settled down to become master of what was virtually a small independent country. Mm -hmm. So that's also very interesting to think about. Like They're not just a colony. They're pretty much out there on their own. Right, they're their own. Like the Shire, it's almost like they're part of a Shire, the Shire, but they could really be their own, you know, individual state. Um, so they're talking about uh and Dad, which, mm-hmm. they, which they probably called Dad, right? Oh yeah, he's Dad, 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 yeah. Old Buck, dad who old Buck. became Goran Dad, Brandy Buck, Dad Brandy Buck. Uh, talking about his family, how they they grew until Brandy Hall occupied the whole of the Low Hill. So it started as just a normal hobbit hole, mm-hmm, right. and then it just like Exploded and took off into what we see as Brandy Hall now. Right, right. Many, uh, um, many side doors, but three large front doors. About a hundred windows. Um, their numerous descendants began to burrow and later build all around it. So it was the it was the epicenter of their of their of their culture and their you know individual land there. Uh, the origin of, of Buckland, a thickly inhabited strip between the river and the old forest, a sort of colony from the shire. Um, chief the chief village was uh, buckleberry uh which was clustered in the banks and slopes behind brandy hall uh this is also interesting so the people in the marish uh were friendly with the bucklanders and the authority of the master of the hall which was the head of the brandy buck family mm-hmm. was still acknowledged by the farmers between stock and rushy so i'm guessing like you know farmer maggot mm-hmm. would have honored the the master of the hall so people even right. across the river acknowledged that they were um you know, people to hold or hobbits to hold in in high regard. Right. But most of the other other folk in the in the old shire regarded the Bucklanders as peculiar, half foreigners, as it were. So not even like they would call them like half-bloods, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's what they are. They're they're mudbloods, pretty much. Right. Um, Though as a matter of fact, they were not very different from the other hobbits of the four farlings. Right. Uh, except in one point, like you said, fond of boats. And some of them could swim, <laughs> which is, which, which is, is the is cardinal odd. sin, dude. You're right. not supposed to swim as a hobbit. That's right. Trouble comes from messing around on boats and, uh-huh. and big waters. Uh, it was originally unprotected from the east, but on the side, they had built a hedge, the high hay. Right. I would love to see this thing. I know. And I was, we, yeah. we talked about this thing and it looks like on the map, like it stretches. Uh, does it, uh, it might even say it It had been planted many generations ago, so it's actually a literal hedge. Mm -hmm. It was now thick and tall, for it was constantly tended. It ran all all the way from Brandywine Bridge in a big loop curving away from the river to Hayes End, where the Withywindle, which is a very important uh, river Mm -hmm. we'll talk about, flowed out of the forest into the Brandywine. Well over 20 miles Mm -hmm. end to end. Right. A hedge 20 miles long. That they created. I mean... Exactly. Yeah. They planted, yeah, forever ago. Intended. Yeah. Exactly. But of course, it was not a complete protection. The forest drew close to the edge, or the hedge, in many places. The Bucklanders kept their doors locked after dark. Right. And that also was unusual yes, in, was. in the
2: Shire. Yeah, that is interesting. I so, think I, I pictured that hedge when I was reading just being, you know, how big is it? Are there hobbits? You know, I'm, I'm thinking... That's true. To, to me, I originally thought all oh, this massive, big... Yeah. It may be. And
3: it's been growing for a long time but they also right. say it's been tended so maybe it's not as big as Yeah, maybe uh, maybe Aragorn would just walk right over That's it what I'm or thinking. a like, ranger's going to hop over. Would it be comical? <laughs> would it be comical yeah. to see this hedge? See, I've been envisioning this grand like 30 foot me too. Giant, you know, bush brick wall, but it probably might be more like a yeah, like little, you and I could step over. Little hedge <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, flowers and it's pretty weak, but I I just thought, I I found that fascinating um I don't know. It's like if so. If you dig the Shire, but you also like the the wild of of moving into the white spaces, your your perfect balance would be living in uh, in Buckland because you got a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Very cool, and and you could kind of see from from the safety that you have in in Hobbiton and in proper places within the Shire, why they would think they're so peculiar. Because why would you want to put yourself at risk? Why would you want to be right next to the old forest, which is a strange and and sometimes scary place? So right, yeah. just amazing, man. Got me amped it, up for this chapter.
2: It, yeah, it, it really is. And it's it's a neat little, um, just looking at this map, you guys have to go check these maps out and kind of just take a look uh, for yourself. It's, yeah. it's interesting that this part right here, just this small part, is so uh, different from the rest of the Shire really, you is. know what I mean? So,
3: and it almost feels kind of like, the rest of the Shire feels very sprawling and spread out. And this is, you got the river and then you've got the hedge they're tucked and you're in just, there. they're just tucked in Yeah, and they're, they're kind of yeah wedged in there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Which would also, I mean, I would imagine make a lot of hobbits from other parts of the Shire kind of nervous because there's not a whole lot of, room to mm-hmm. yeah spread your legs yeah so it's kind of interesting too how he sort of takes us out of this paranoia by moving us giving us a little bit of history taking us out of this moment where you know we're we're trying to we're still trying to get a we're not clear of the of the black riders yet right, right so he gives us this brief moment of history And pulls us out for a second, and then puts us puts us back in.
2: Right, we have a moment, we have a chapter of of peace here, almost in a sense, not quite peace, but we 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 do, where a river, a body of water, has separated our, you know, our fellowship, you know, our our companions here from the Black Riders. Yeah, not the first time that that this is going. That's uh, true. Or not the last time. Yeah, we find out about your water. Kind of interesting to note here, you know, with the the hobbits have talked about this being a dangerous thing to cross and to go near, mm-hmm. and it ends up being the thing that, uh, yeah. that really, you know, s- saves them or, ca- or, or delays them. them, protects them, right? Because they, cause they have to go. Eyes. Well, I'm just thinking, I'm looking at this map, and I'm looking at uh, Buckleberry Ferry here, where they're crossing, mm-hmm. and if that is if the whole stretch of this uh, hedge is is 20 miles, that's about ten, that's about 10 miles they have to go north, mm-hmm. you know, and then come mm-hmm. back down 10. Uh, twenty. I'm guessing mm-hmm. roughly another yeah, twenty sure. mile trip in itself to go yeah. up and cross at Brandywine Bridge, yeah. and and to come back down. So yep. they, get, they get that time. I guess yeah, they do. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, Beautiful. as as we're crossing, let's uh, let's let's talk about Sam a little bit. You know, just yes. in how he felt as they're crossing, and I kind of wondered. That's I was thinking, this. yeah, I was thinking to myself, are there moments in life where you're with a group of people, right, mm-hmm. and they're they're in their elements still and they feel very comfortable. Yeah. But I feel like for the first, like not maybe the first time, but like Sam is very, seems like an outlier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're all comfortable. They've crossed this river before and he has not, he has not, you know, yes. and they're also in a, almost a different social class than he is as well. Sure. Yep. You know, but all of that comes full circle here by the end. It does. And yeah, it, does. It, it really does. And it, it, in an unexpected way. And oh. I think it's really cool how it happens because this is where you truly see these four Kind of come together. Yeah, this is why this is such a cool chapter. And, and I have it a, I
3: have it noted later on.
2: Yeah. It's the beginning of this fellowship. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, dude, I love it. It's good. I love it. So, but um, one thing I had in, in my notes, and I may be jumping around here a little bit, but like they do notice this black. And we we're going to mention the probably for the last time in this chapter, this black writer Okay, mm-hmm. they look back across, and I believe it's Sam oh, who notices. So first, scary, right? Yeah, and, and he notices. He says, "Look, do you guys, do, do you guys see this? Look, Mister Frodo." You know um, what in the Shire is, is that? that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what in the Shire is it, friends? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. um, so but it's his it's his keen sense of sight and his just his senses. Yep. For some reason, I just if you keep watching Sam, I don't know if they're just more heightened or something than the rest of right, the hobbits. Right, maybe because of because his it's social, new or that. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe. But yeah, he's he's picking up on things. He was able. He was the he first alerted. He heard them. You know, in the, in our previous chapters, he heard yep. the Black Riders yep. and he saw them yep. before everyone else. So and he's also he's also on constant watch, isn't he? he yeah, is. I, I think the, I think the other one's still oh, guard know. might be down a little bit because yeah, of the we, conversation with Gandalf, right? And, and that's mentioned in this,
3: yes, actually. And we find out later in this chapter too that maybe they're not as. Um, I don't know like uh uh oh gosh what's the word I'm looking for they're they're not as on as much of a jaunt as we think they are mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. right uh, right before but um yeah Sam Sam has a duty right Sam's a worker he's working class he has a duty his one job is to protect Frodo mm-hmm. so where the others have moments where they can kind of take off right and they can let their guard down a little bit uh, Sam is so committed to his duty and so committed to his master Frodo that he's not, he's not going to do that. And right. so that's probably, yeah, that's probably another reason, right? His, his, his senses are always heightened because they have to be to protect Mr. Frodo. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's his job. Right. Exactly. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yep. Yeah.
3: Gosh, dude, what a
2: good, ch- Oh my gosh. I know. Uh, it's, it's better. It's, be, it's better than you, than you would think. Yeah. And, I, and I think some people sometimes when you're listening I've actually had to stop myself and pick up the actual physical book. Mm-hmm. This is something I'll tell you folks. I listen in the car often and, and, and what have you. And what's one reason I can't uh, read slash pronounce anything because <laughs> I always listen to it. Um, but, you know, when I actually pick this up and I go line by line and I, you, you literally can pull out the personification, you can pull out these uh-huh. different, you know, lit devices that he's using. Yeah. And the, it's just so much better. And so, like, I think that's it's incredible. If you if you skimmed past this, or you're just listening to it, re- yeah. I don't know. It's there's a lot here, and so um, yeah, there's it's worth so us much. really digging into. So, yeah, right, um, and,
3: and also the black writer's doing that creepy weird thing again that we we never get in the movies. Um, oh yeah, with the sniffing? yeah yeah uh, yeah with the sniffing. <laughs> but as they looked, it seemed to move and sway this way and that, as if it was searching the ground. So, mm-hmm. I mean, is he is he thinking maybe the ring fell off and he's looking all over the ground? It then crawled or went crouching back into the gloom beyond the lamps. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just like crawled or crouching. We always see the rates in the movies tall, or I'm sorry, the Black Riders, tall, proud, uh, strong figures. And here they're almost like, they're like hound dogs. They're down, they're sniffing, they're low to the ground, they're looking for things that have fallen possibly I don't know um, smelling for their for their prey uh, they're, they're okay here's what they here's what Tolkien has done he's made them more animalistic there's an mm-hmm. animal side to them yep and and with that it makes them even scarier because when animals hunt nothing stops them right, right? I mean that's what that's what they do they they go for a hunt and uh, there is no humanity left and so I, and there's kind of that parallel between what these guys are is they they were they're fallen Kings. Their humanity is gone. Right. They've been enslaved
2: to Sauron and they essentially are these animals bound to Right. Their yeah. movements are, are, are more aggressive. They are. I mean, because if you just had a black rider on seated on a horse, that would be creepy. It'd be right. weird and eerie looking across right. over at you. That but would this still is have a more. Effect. unsettling. This isn't is it? a little bit more but just because of its Ugh. movements. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and real quick, just just to mention before I'm gonna correct myself here, they do say that they can um, I believe it's Mary uh, or Pippin is talking to Frodo. He's asking if, can horses cross the river. Um, and he says they can go 20 miles north to Brandywine Bridge. So there you not go. 10, but they're going to go about yeah. 20 miles north. So, yeah. All right. Uh, and then they get to the other side, right?
3: And then there's this whole thing again of they got to get indoors and then we can talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just this like, and we talked about before about how unsettling that is. Like if you can't say it immediately or you can't, you're, you have to get inside it's some heavy stuff, right? So uh, they say they've. Um, this is where they say they've had supper, but they need a second one. Oh yeah, he definitely says yeah. We had, could uh, we could do another. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did yeah, do do with another supper. Awesome. So, um, I, I had one more note, real quick, talking about the the mist again, or the the fog shrouding being lifted or unmasked. Uh, it's like a foreshadowing of what's to come. This conspiracy is lifting, right? We're okay. learning more information. Yeah. There's more clarity. because yep. there's even been kind of this disconnection between Frodo and his friends. Yeah, not not just on this journey, but for months prior, right? He's right. he's felt like he's living this double life, and so that that mist and, and shroud is 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 coming up, and it also is kind of cool because it's sort of not really, maybe I'm looking too much into this here, but hmm. it's sort of shows middle earth as this character right as this predictor of what's happening it it um draws oh that gosh. parallel there of of you know the world is mimicking like with the weather we saw prior exactly it's mimicking the story it's mimicking our our characters maybe even informing them i don't know it's just kind of interesting to think about oh and
2: and for it to be alive and for there to be some that element of what we we call mother nature yeah right you know for that to be at work there and things totally makes sense just wait till the end of this chapter yeah you know um and and, and middle Earth forces at play
3: yeah and and to play off the force and your star wars knowledge middle earth is kind of the, the the world of middle earth is kind of like the force it is yeah. alive. It is a character. Tolkien was very clear on that, that uh, the world is alive. Uh, it has a part to play. Absolutely. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's great. And then it? give me that basket, dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, oh, and that comes into play. The mushrooms. Yeah, the mushrooms. Frodo's very you, protective of those. Telling you don't. He had, to, he had to wait a long time for those mushrooms. That's right. Don't, don't touch my mushrooms. All that's right. right. Um, so, anyways... Uh you know, they're headed down now to to Crick Hollow and they're they're gonna go meet up with um with Fatty. Not, not uh, a short trip though either. No, it's not. And actually, when you go back to the map and you take a good look at this map, um you can see where it's tucked in at. They've mm-hmm. got to go past uh Brandy Hall yep. and work their way around. I think it's just north um like yeah, north northeast or along. Yep. Yeah, uh of, of Brandy Hall. And it's actually at a spot where the hedge kind of juts back in to Buckland. Yeah. Uh, and which it's is, close to a gate. Right. Which yeah, we, yeah which, which we'll need later. Yep. Um and so it's so it's right there. Kind of a, they mentioned it being as like a guest house, I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead.
3: No, no, no. You're right there. Yeah. So Frodo had chosen it because it was out of the way. Obviously, stood in an out of the way part of the uh of the country. Uh the Brandy Bucks had used it for guests or members of the family that wished to escape from the crowded life of Brandy Hall for a time. Yeah. So very interesting that it has this history of being used as a at an escape, a place to to get some respite. Uh, yeah, gosh, make, dude. The
2: layers of Tolkien, man. Well, and and we going back to to, to Buckland here. You know, Brandy Hall. It would gets dense. It's a densely populated there. There really, there's not a lot of room to spread out, like mm-hmm. you said. True. Yeah. So yeah. the density there point. is as is, is much. So it's a little escape mm-hmm. um, that they that they kind of build in, which is great. Um, so, anyways, it's it's a. Uh, they, they kind of really set like a nice it's it's comfortable it's pleasant mm-hmm. it's a welcoming place mm-hmm. um he found himself wishing that he was really coming here to settle down did you think that was amazing yeah i did too yeah
3: because because this whole time he's missing he's missing back end um and they're in and they're in a place that is 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 sort of like you know sort of like corners of shire that they know but also not i mean it's Wolf it's River. a one-story house right right uh mm-hmm. so even that looks is different from what he's from what to. he's used to, mm-hmm. uh, so you'd think you know you'd be longing for something that's more
2: like your home. Now, now let's not mean he. He came from this land, you know. That's true. So, Good point. So, so there's so a is, sense of homecoming there, right? And it that's is true. almost like a new, I, new even, life. Yep. Right. For for example, yep. so I excellent. It, it is neat. It's almost exciting in a way. It's almost I get his sense of excitement that like yeah. okay you know I've kind of moved past like holding on. To Bilbo, like let's say the ring wasn't there, right, right and he didn't right. have that burden. Would would this be a move that he would make? You know what I mean? I, seems like it. I, maybe. Absolutely. He's. It's. It's interesting. It's something he's been, you know, tramping across the Shire, yeah. you know, in earlier Searching chapters for start, something, right? Yep. A Looking sense of adventure. So he seems like someone who would Dude. up and move a little ways across the Shire. Yeah,
3: I love uh, the description as they walk up the green path from the gate. No light was visible. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the windows were dark and shuttered. Frodo knocked on the door, and Fatty Bulger opened it, and a friendly light streamed out. Okay. So, so this this dark home is unmasked. The mm-hmm. light comes out; it's right. revealed. There's all this 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 chapter full of revelation, True. both in uh um you know uh, physical stuff, but also in metaphorical senses. Yeah. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. We're getting a lot of uh, shedding of light everywhere. Yeah, slipped in quietly, shut themselves into the light inside. Yep. So we say light twice in two sentences, uh-huh. right? Very important as well, because it's been very dark so far. right? We haven't been in a home. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I guess we were just at Farmer Maggots, but that was brief. We haven't haven't mm-hmm. been in a place that felt warm and homey f- for a while.
2: So, yeah, that's that's fair. There, there are guests passing through, and this feels like a stopping point. Yeah, it like does. You and it was just, supposed to be his home. Right, right exactly. And you can yeah. just let your guard down a little bit, but... Um, and they do let their guard down a little bit. They do. Right? I mean, so this is. let's get into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, just sort of, I think we're on to, we're into yeah, our next said that, set of I, notes here. It, does
3: it feel like there's more stuff to talk about here than any other chapter so far?
2: I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, yeah, guys, we could try oh. to set a, Lane and I have tried to set a time limit for our <sighs> podcast. What a joke. It's not going to happen. Um, so anyways, yeah, so we're at Crick Hollow uh, Cottage, a bath, a brew, and a conspiracy, too. Uh, that's a great yeah. title. I like it? Yeah. I do. Um. So yeah, I mean, just when they get in here, let's get into the bath. Got to get there? into the bath, baby.
3: Got gotcha. you. They've been they're and and they're tramping and they're, around and they're 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 drawing lots. Who goes first? You know, is it the, right. the eldest? Is it the first. eldest or the or the or the Quickest. fastest? Quickest? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Pippin would be last either way, right. right? I love how they rag on Pippin. Me too. Because, but but,
2: but Pippin also but kind of deserves it, it. it. He gives it back. He though. does.
3: And that's I think it's so uh, the, the um. Peter Jackson did a great job of characterizing Pippin in that sense mm-hmm. in the movies because it just, you know, he doesn't say all the same things. He's a little
2: bit different, but for the most part, his spirit is captured. What do you have, man? What are you telling you. here? So, so, so sometimes I, I, literally just flipped at it and I and I read. I was reading again how Mary, you're right. They're arguing over this bath, right? This is mm-hmm. this is a revelation of things, and I didn't even. Sometimes when things are revealed here we start to think back to chapters one and two and three. Think to what just happened in this chapter. Mary is so prepared that he's got three baths ready to Yeah, go. right. Okay? He knows what's going on. He knows what's going and on, And right dude. there's your first... I mean, maybe there were more clues that I just missed, but at this moment, I'm thinking right here, right now, Mary yeah. is... There's, there's a sign to me. Yeah. He's like, we don't have time for this. I knew something's up. Like That's it, true. Pre- I prepared. didn't even think there about that. There are three that. baths ready. And we're going on a long know?
3: quest. You never know when we're going to get a bath again. Yeah. Better get it now. Yep. Clean up, boys. Get unmasked, if you will. Yeah. Get those clothes off. You know? <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, we got this song coming up here, but I, I really think Elijah Wood fans would have, mm-hmm. uh, fangirls and boys, would have absolutely loved the scene. Oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah. there's so much water in the air that I'm coming into the kitchen to finish. You know, I'm sure mm-hmm. there's some fan fiction based on this. Oh, yeah, that Frodo be. came out drying his hair. What about supper and a beer in the throat? He called <laughs> And we're not making that up No
2: we're not making that it's, it's, You read it You, you know It's great What about Supper and a Beer in the Throat Somebody write that just fan kinda, fiction And we will just, interpret it here Just kind of drying
3: this. his hair off Yeah You know yeah.
2: Little so. Elijah Wood
3: uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry dude You got this song um, Oh man There's not a chance There's not a chance <laughs> I'm singing I want you to sing this one. Oh, I don't know uh, Mary and F- uh, Fatty They're just great friends Right, they're going to the kitchen, they're getting food ready too, they're getting to that second dinner ready to go. Um, how do we even
2: sing this one? <laughs> sing hey for the bath at close of day, that, that washes, washes the
3: weary mud away. away. A loon is he that not will not sing. sing, oh water hot, hot is a noble thing. thing. <laughs> that was pretty good, man Oh, man. We did not practice I was sweating because oh. I'm like We didn't practice this one We didn't one. practice this
2: song No, I do not care beer that's, in the throat is worth many hands
3: I just made that I don't know it's, yeah. no.
2: <laughs> the, the, the rest of the lyrics are actually really kind of funny I mean um, Let's read through them Yeah, you know All oh, sweet is the sound of falling rain um, And the brook that leaps from hill to plain Which we hear mm-hmm. and But better than rain or rippling brook in the
3: movie Uh-huh is a mug of beer inside this took. So it's oh, taken... It's a little yeah. bit different here. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Right, 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 right. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, no, no, yeah. So he says, Is, is water um, hot that smokes and steams? A water cold we may pour at need down a thirsty throat and be glad Indeed. But better is beer if drink we lack and water hot poured down the back. Oh, think I love about. It. That. I love
3: it, baby. A cold beer and a hot shower. Oh
2: my god, that's what
3: I'm talking about, baby. Wow,
2: I know what we're doing after the podcast. Oh
3: boy, Whew. it's getting steamy in here, my friend.
2: <laughs> There's some more fan fiction. Oh my god, please don't write that. Fan As fiction. in Lane. Please no. do not write that. No, that's. Gross. Um, but no, I mean, so, uh, you know. Let's let's keep going here. So, uh, Old Water is Fair. Wait, no, is that the one? Yeah. Yeah. Old Water is Fair that leaps on high in a fountain white beneath the sky. But never did fountain sound so sweet as splashing hot water with my feet. It's such a a good, happy song. I actually really do want to, like, Get these songs down to where we're just out drinking a beer, having do a good we, time. I mean, do we release an album eventually? Is there demand we, for that? I think maybe there's Let a lot Let us demand. know, guys.
1: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. First ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to remote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
2: And we can post it, you a know, little, for A little guys. fan album. Yeah. Uh,
3: and actually, okay, so this is weird. So just yesterday we had our first, so rugby season is in full, not full swing, but we're yeah. kicking off our spring yeah. season. We had practice last night. I, for whatever reason because it's been so warm i was like oh yeah it's gonna be great it might be a little wet right it was freezing cold <laughs> we were out there for about an hour and 15 minutes one of those just cold uh you know seven guys still showed up but we it was yeah. it was lower yeah. numbers but we, we were out there busting our butts and then came home saw winnie for a little bit she was put into bed and then i mean like it's one of those colds where you're 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 Chilled to the bone kind of oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopped in that shower. Come on. Put it on high. Yep. And that, yeah. Feels good, yeah. doesn't it? That splashing of hot water Feels on re- my feet. Yeah. Oh, it felt amazing. Feels really good. Yeah. Exactly. It's, re- it's rejuvenating too. And it's almost like I sometimes I love getting that cold yeah. because I know how good that bath's gonna feel. Or that yeah. shower. I don't really take bath, how good that shower is gonna feel. Right. That hot shower that restores the warmth. And if you think about it too, like they've been Oh, sure. In a lot of cold, nasty places, sure. a lot of fear. In a, in, a, in a warm bath, a hot shower, whatever you take is, is a, a restorative thing. It, uh, it calms
2: you. It cleanses you. Uh, they're having a good time, finally. They're having a good time. Well, I think what's, fun, what's what's neat is you just shared a story that I think a lot of us can relate to. I, I remember coming in out of the cold, right? Just any time being out like doing something in the cold, shoveling the snow, playing out, going yeah. sledding, yeah. and you come in, your feet are freezing, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it, it, we all can kind of relate to this feeling. Absolutely. And it also kind of teaches you not to take things like this for granted. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I think there's always a lesson in it. It's just always. that, like, wow, look at this simple, just a, a bath and how much that means and yeah. how much that, you know, can, can rejuvenate you. Right. So they might not get a bath again until Rivendell. Right. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. it uh, would be a long time right, actually.
3: Um, but anyways. So as what about a supper and a beer in the throat?
2: Yeah. I, I'll take one. Try take your hair <laughs> off. Young yeah. lad, okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they they kind of go on, and um, I think they're getting the supper ready, and they start talking about their passion for mush, for mushrooms. Um, and uh, says that's surpassing even the greatest or even even the greediest uh, likings of big people, they have this passion for these mushrooms. They right, love ri- mushrooms. You know, they love them. because um, um, Fatty wants to know if there's. This is right after they get out of the right after they get out of the shower. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, they, they get right into that supper locks locks
3: locks said mary looking in oh this is. i'm sorry this is right before i'm sorry to go go back no what uh, is this what are you talking uh, about the stone floor was swimming you ought to mop all that up before you get anything to eat peregrine he said hurry up or we shan't wait for you (laughs) what so locks i love i love like weird uh curse words i mean kind of like expressions of like uh what is that called i don't know is this a swear word yeah, cool. there's another, there's a term for swearing, whatever it is. I don't know, I can't potty remember what it's called. Words? No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, potty talk. Um, but I loved, I loved. obviously, like, what in the shire? Because, like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, you you know. Know. What, what in the hell? Uh, and right. then we have, like, uh, locks. So I looked that up. I'm like, well, that's got to be a thing. Because Tolkien, if he made something up, he either took it from inspiration or whatever. So I looked it up, and it's a variation of Lord. And it comes from uh, the term a lack. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So they're pretty much saying, Lord, like, look at all this water. let clean it up, boy. <laughs> Which brings me to my next Fox. point. I think we should start a Lord of the Rings podcast, man.
2: I don't know. I've been thinking about this a long time. I yeah. think we should finally do something. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Um, yeah, dude, let's <laughs> let's do it. Wow, you really caught me off guard with we this one. we got to
3: get the name perfect though it's yes. all in the name
2: right. uh yeah do you have any any ideas or anything um yeah i guess um wow like deep in talk podcast oh that's a good one is that a good one
3: i like that yeah kind of plan on because we're always deep in talk mm-hmm. yeah. uh what about uh sackville of mushrooms Podcast,
2: Sa- yeah, Sackville, Sackville, sackful,
3: kind of uh, playing on the words there.
2: Yeah, i um, phony, right? Okay, um, full of BS yeah. or SB. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Um, uh, we have any other ideas? That's what we're talking about.
3: Podcast. <laughs> that be okay. a good one. Um, uh, no, no, no. Here, I got one. I got one. And yeah. then, and then, and then, I'll let you have one more. Sure. I got it ohio is the shire of america specifically the village of amanda podcast is that too long that sounded long but mm.
2: we could probably say Better something long than yeah. short they say i think we should go with something like um the bag shot row show dude i love that right. man yeah. we're getting close we're getting there um, okay maybe one of these days larks <laughs> oh locks that's what i meant to say
3: <laughs> yeah right larks too <laughs> the bird <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Oh, yes. It's back to the mushrooms. Sorry. Right. What about the sniffing? Um, don't forget it. So um, yeah, the mushrooms. They're, they're passionate about it. They're, they really want to. You know, uh, Fatty's one. He's like, you're not going to eat all those, right? I mean, right, like, right, right. first like, oh, dish this out. Okay, you guys just sit out. You know, given to me, right. italicized. Tolkien doesn't
3: italicize very much. By Mrs. Maggot, a queen among farmers' wives. Yeah. Among his farmer's wives. Take your greedy hands away and I'll serve them. Like he doesn't even entrust these no. uh, shrooms to his buds.
2: No. Yeah, they're they're valuable.
3: Yeah, and then you said, yeah, hobbits have a passion for mushrooms, surpassing even the uh, greediest likings of big people.
2: Right. So yeah,
3: cool. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love his little asides, too, where he just, you know, we see something, but then he explains a little bit of history, too. It's fascinating to me. It's just, it's it shows how much thought he put into everything he wrote. He had a backstory for everything. Like the fact that hobbits are obsessed with mushrooms. I mean, that's like the little detail that he didn't have to go into that he indulges us with. I feel constantly spoiled and indulged by Tolkien.
2: Absolutely, yeah. He I just know. gives me everything I want and more. Right. Um, so after that, I mean, they they kind of finish up their their supper, right? And we kind of get yeah. into... Um, I mean, we're getting into a really... This is it. This is... Frodo, Frodo's starting to feel that that weight again, right? He's starting to feel
3: like... True. He's starting to feel that... He, this whole time he's felt this burden. He's like, it's pent pen up inside of him. Well, I think when he first gets... When, when they first see uh, Crick Hollow, he's like, God, he's like, I'm going to have to tell them tonight. Mm-hmm. I have right. to tell them tonight. I can't stand it anymore. Um, you know, and they, they think I'm going to be here for a while and I'm going to have to leave within as soon as possible.
2: Right. And yeah.
3: they have no idea. And so Frodo feels like he has to like unload this giant burden off of him and, and tell them, but he's afraid he doesn't know how they're going to react. Right.
2: Yeah. And I think it's, it's Mary kind of starts this off. Right. He does. And Mary says it for him pretty much. Yes, he does. Right. Yeah. Mary, who is, uh, which is revealed. Like a lot is learned about Mary here. He's freaking um, Sherlock dude. And, and how close he is with, with Bilbo and different things. Yeah. Um and also how good of a spy he is. Well, yeah. I mean, an organizer, I would say sure. they okay. had a clutch, you know, in the a, a clutch spy in the weeds or underneath the That's true. In the hedge the verge. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. But he wants to know, he says, you know, you've been having these all these adventures with without me, you know, what's what's been going on? And I, mm-hmm. I need a full account. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he sound and then he's talking about, you know, Farmer Maggot how he sounded scared. scared. Right. You know, I mean and then Pippin, if that's possible. Yeah. You know. And then
3: Pippin does, or not Pippin, excuse me. Uh, Frodo does this thing where he's staring at the fire again and not speaking. Mm-hmm. And isn't that interesting? Yeah. He's done this a few times now where he'll just stare at a fire and not speak. Yeah. I want to know what's going on in his head. Is he envisioning this impending doom? I mean, I think it's, it's it's very interesting that the ring was forged in fire and that he's just like lost in thought. I mean, we all get that way when we look at a fire. Absolutely. Right, but yeah. there's an interesting connection there too. Uh you know, he's he's um, contemplative in a way, uh, I don't know, that is linked also to the origins of the ring, which has a
2: grip on him. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff going on there. Yeah, he's dealing with a lot. He is. And he just so, doesn't know how to start. Yeah. Right, exactly. And this is why you have friends. Yeah. This is why you and, have friends. And, and, and I have
3: got it marked here later, but this Tolkien is... In the next couple pages, what he's doing is obviously he's, he's forming this fellowship, right? Mm-hmm. But he he goes on to show us here that these hobbits are worthy companions, right? Exactly. That you know, I think we would think of all the people in Middle Earth, we'd we'd need these grand, uh, epic figures, right? And and Tolkien's showing you like these these are more than capable. These hobbits are. You know, gifted beyond what you would at first glance think.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah, yes, exactly. And so, um, as we kind of start to get to this point where we're we're, we're un, you know, things are, are are coming out. Mary is putting pieces together. Farmer Maggot is scared, and also, um, he, what is it that he's that he's kind of explaining here? He's, oh, uh, how do they how do they get into this? I guess he wants
3: to know more about the Black Riders and their adventures right he asks what you know what are they and pippin starts to answer for him
2: oh they were asking about and
3: farmer maggot has a guess a guess right right and and frodo says you know he doesn't he doesn't know anything
2: and his guess was about bilbo's treasure yes, This must have that's something right. to do with bilbo's treasure yeah. and you know frodo's kind of still you know on the fence here i think yeah. a little bit yeah but um, how to reveal this sure yep right so so eventually it just comes to it um let's see uh, okay, this is kind of funny. Uh, the others looked at him in silence and exchanging meaningful glances among themselves. And he uh, says here, quote, It's coming out in a minute, whispered Pippin to Mary. Mary nodded. <laughs> well, said Frodo at last, sitting up and straightening his, his back as if he had uh, made a decision. I can't keep it in the dark any longer. Yeah. Can't keep what in the dark, right? Right? Um, I've got something to tell you all, but I don't know quite how to begin. Yeah. And then Mary says, I think I could help you by telling you some of it myself. Right. So oh, man, I mean, all of a sudden it's like run. dude. Yeah, right. So, I mean, he's, he goes on to kind of explain, um, what he knows and sort of what he's seen here. And I think it's yeah. good if it's okay to just read a little bit well, of let's, this. Let's get in baby. Yeah, he says, um, he says, what do you mean? He says, just this, my dear old, uh, Frodo, you are miserable because you don't know how to say goodbye. Yeah. You meant to leave the Shire, of course, but danger has come on you sooner than you expected and now you are making up your mind to go at once and you don't want to we are very sorry <laughs> yeah. for you
3: yeah and then frodo opened his mouth and shut it again a look of surprise his look of surprise was so comical that they laughed dear old frodo said pippin did you really think you had thrown dust in all our eyes and here's my connection to this okay. right how good does it feel so you have like something you need to confess or something you have to share with somebody how good does it or a secret uh, whatever. How good does it feel when someone says it for you? Mm-hmm. Yep. When when people who know you as well as or better than you know yourself come out and say, yep. "This is what you're dealing with, man. We we know. We you don't have to say anything. We already know. It's one of. The, it's almost better than a
2: full confession yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it makes you feel like you didn't pass on a burden to them. Yes. And they already knew something was knew going it. on. They know it. And they're just. Share the load. They've already had his back. Yes, they have. He doesn't have to ask for that. They've already done it. Well, and let's talk about friendship for a little bit because you know I think you and I have been friends for a long time. And, yeah. and so, wow, well, friends. Friends I mean, is a kind of a strong know, word, right? Good point. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but you know we do get to start. You, I mean, um, we have this friendship where your facial expressions or things that you might say, or if you a change in demeanor, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that, and they start to notice that with their good friend. Yeah, and I think it's interesting. You know, he's, he's talking about how many times have we heard you say, you know, this might be the last time I look. Down yeah, right, you right. It's right. like, uh, okay, something's going on. <laughs> yeah, friend. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny and they're, they're it kind was. of poking fun. Like, come on, son. Yep. You didn't think we knew something was going on. Here. Right. So, um, and then, and then Frodo says, good heavens. I thought I had been both careful and clever. Yeah. I don't know what Gandalf would say. Uh, is all the Shire discussing, you know, discussing my departure then? Right. And uh, and no, they're not. And Mary says, don't worry about that.
3: No. He says, they don't know you as well as we do. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. He says, only, uh, but at present it is, I think, only known to us conspirators. Yes. How yes. cool. us, oh, us conspirators. Us conspirators. Right? right. All of us together. Um, right.
2: Yeah. Including Frodo. That's right. Right. That's yeah. right. Two conspiracies, man. That's right. Um, so they said the, the secret won't keep long. Um, let's see. Um, he This is where Mary starts to revo- reveal that he yeah. knew Bilbo as well. Right. And he starts to talk about um, a, a time where he was watching, you know, I forget where he was exactly, mm-hmm. but the Sackville, the mm-hmm. SBs. Yep. The gosh dang SBs show up. And, and Bilbo, I, I was picturing that in my head and I thought, oh my God, that's that's hilarious. You know, he's freaking holy cow here they come you know where's my ring where's my ring you know get get it out you know and like put it on his finger real quick or something and disappears gone and you're over in the head just like holy yep.
3: smokes Who, i mean does, i don't even know if it says what he was doing he was just kind of minding his own business and caught and caught a glimpse of it right
2: yes and I then so. yeah
3: and sees this sort of he's uh almost like in, uh um gosh and Crap, dude! I cannot think of my words right now. You are good? An, an unwilling spy, or just an unknowing, unknowingly spying on uh,
2: on Bilbo? Just happens mm-hmm. to catch it. Yeah, he says. It says I happened to be walking along the road when I saw him, Bilbo, ahead suddenly in the distance. The SBs appeared, coming towards <laughs> us. Bilbo slowed down, and then, hey, presto, he vanished. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, you know. And then so he he hides himself, and then he also he, he sees uh, Bilbo sees suddenly appear. Reappear. Yeah, he catches he, a glint of old yeah i you yeah. know the, these hobbits are you know a, as much as they try to <laughs> act like they you know that they're not um i don't know that that, that these things are, are you know things that are queer and flashy and mm-hmm. different things that are strange don't interest them they sure as heck do fascination with the abomination yes. man they catch That's on do right. they see everything yep, you know, I know. When you think, you know, Pippin and Mary and Sam and these guys are slumbering and they're not paying attention, yeah. they are. Yeah. And they surprise you. I know, because they're... they're yeah, it's they're,
3: unexpected. Yeah, yeah. And we're supposed to think that they're just kind of these slow, uh, not like bumbling, but they're just... They're, they don't have the same kind of vision that Frodo does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're seeing here that that's not, not true.
2: Right. And I think we need to go back just a little bit to where, you know, mm. um, they're talking about his plans to go... And, yeah. um, you know, and, and, he kind of Frodo's talking to them a little bit, uh, says, but I must go, said Frodo, yeah. I cannot be helped dear friends. Um, you know, it's wretched for us all, but, uh, it's no use. You're trying to keep me, uh, since you've guessed so much, please help me and do not hinder me. Yeah. Um, Pippin's line. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: you do not understand, said Pippin, you must go and therefore we must too. Jeez. Dude, I just get like get choked up. I'm I thinking know. about like, I, I can think of times where people have said stuff like, like that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, good
2: I mean, good Lord. And then... Well, let's take it not, like, to, out, out of the physical, you must go somewhere, to you must go through it. And yeah, and, and, and therefore, I'm your friend, and right. I will go through it. Maybe not to the degree that you will. Right. It's yours to bear. But I'm right? there with you. But I, I must go as well. Yep.
3: Mary and I are coming with you. Sam is an excellent fellow and would jump down a dragon's throat <laughs> to save you. Again, <laughs> another like analogy with the use of a dragon. We had it before... Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, entering Maggot's um, lane as going, you know, Frodo felt like it was going. He'd rather go down a dragon, into a dragon's den. And then we've got this here with hearkening back to Bilbo's dragon, right? He would jump down a dragon's throat.
2: Sounds like these hobbits aren't afraid to face down some dragons. They're not, baby.
3: They're not. You know? They're not afraid of that. No. Uh, If he did not trip over his own feet. (laughs) It's just just, just poking the bear. Oh, always. The bear a little P-Pippen bit. Pippin is always ragging on Sam. Yeah. Uh but you will need more than one companion in your dangerous adventure. Right. Yeah. and, and Frodo felt deeply moved, it said.
2: Yeah, he's deeply moved. He says, but I could not allow it. I decided that yeah. long ago. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you speak of danger, but you do not understand. Uh this is no treasure hunt. Uh no there and back again journey. Yeah, not a Wow. Man. A very just straight up reference to this is not right. gonna be you elbows know. yeah no and it's not right and it's a good point it's definitely not and tolkien's been making that case this
3: entire first five chapters he has that been. Is not what it is yep and um yeah Mary firmly says of course we understand that is why we have decided to come we know the ring is no laughing matter but we are going to do our best
2: to help you against the enemy shut it down capitalize e my friend shut it down right now okay so <laughs> Like can you imagine Frodo's expect his 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 like expression right there, right? Yeah. He thinks he has kept this a secret. Though they just mentioned the two biggest things right. the, ring the ring and the enemy. The enemy. So it's like cat's out of the bag, boys. It's you out, know, baby. It's so it's he, out. He's like, the ring, you know. Yeah. Uh, yes, the ring, said Mary, my dear old <laughs> hobbit. Um you, you don't allow for the inquisitiveness of friends.
3: And so this is leading us up to yeah. The the main chief's our chief our chief conspirator. Ah, uh, yes, it is right with this. It this is. knowledge had to have come from him,
2: right? You know yeah. exactly. So it's it's two parts of the knowledge it here is. because Mary first reveals that he had yes. snuck in and he had read a bit of the There and Back Again book. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that was interesting. Right. That he got a he got a peek at it, just a quick peek. Yep. And it, know, he didn't and he leave said, it. Bill didn't leave it around often. No, he did not. That's right. It was closely um, guarded. You know
3: Gosh dude It's so good Yeah Because this is This is time travel too We're going back And we're filling in the gaps We're ah oh, Making so much sense of uh, Of like how this adventure Is getting started
2: uh, It's just unreal Well here we go I love this chapter I love this chapter <laughs> I love this chapter too He said So I just told you the story About how he first saw You know Bilbo piss yep. uh, uh, Disappear <laughs> piss. Piss, piss away <laughs> Um, <laughs> we have p- 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 problems with speaking <laughs> Piss on off, this, Bilbo. on this podcast sometimes, but, um, he says that he kept his eyes out after eyes. Mm. Again, the reference to eyes, yep. he mentions, you know, this watching and keeping an eye out, one eye out, mm. you know, mm. different things, but he kept an, he kept his eyes, uh, interesting, open interesting, like, uh, parallel to, uh, the eye of exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, there's, there's references all over this. Yeah, all over the this place. whole series about you know keeping an eye out and yep. sight and vision, and searching things. eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and he says, "In fact, I confess that I spied." <laughs> let's just call it what it is. All right, let's call it what it is. Um, so, so you know, they um, he talks. Of, I'm just going to kind of summarize some of this real quick. Yeah, do it. Yeah. He just he, he mentions that he goes in and he's able to take a, a, a peek at this book. Um, and so skip on down to where our, our, our true, you know, mm. conspirator comes out and um, you're their chief investigator, they call him. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's, I can produce him, you know, and Frodo mm-hmm. says, where is he? You know, step forward, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I whoa. love it. Just the presentation of
3: and it's not like Sam said, yeah, it was me. It's Mary outing him. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, with a face scarlet up to the ears. Right. So obviously, embarrassment thinking like god i hope my master's not too disappointed in me
2: i did this for his benefit you know right 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 um so i don't remember exactly where it happens at in here they start to kind of explain that sam was the one who mm-hmm. was collecting this information mm-hmm. learned about the enemy learned about mm-hmm. puts that the other piece you get the ring from mary and then you've got not that the not that maybe sam didn't know that as well but just mm-hmm. that mary brings that piece in yeah sam they're putting another the, piece. the pieces together for this puzzle yep right um, right exactly
3: and um begging your pardon sir but i meant no wrong to you mr frodo nor to mr ganda for that matter he has some sense mind you and when you said go alone he said no take someone as you can yeah and he says but it looks like i can't trust anyone anymore sam looked at him unhappily it all depends on what you mean put in mary you can trust us to stick stick to you through thick and thin to the bitter end and you can trust us to keep any secret of yours closer than you can keep it yourself right yeah (laughs) right which is hilarious uh but you cannot trust us to let you face trouble alone and go off without us without a word uh we are your friends Frodo anyway there it is we know most of what Gandalf has told you which is insane we know a good deal about the ring we are horribly afraid but we are coming with you or following you like hounds. Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah. So, so, so you've got they're ganging up on him here yeah. because because then you've got Sam revealing, you know, he's like, he's like almost like he says to him, "Don't deny this now. I'm about to I'm about to call you out for something." Gildor told you. Yeah, he'd bring you know, Gildor into it, right? You know, Gildor told you that you ought to seek that you were you, asleep, Sam. Right. Exactly. He's like he's like I'll never believe you're sleeping again. unless <laughs> I like, kick you in the head. You know, but, but he references Gildor and basically says, don't you try and deny it. And yeah. well, Frodo's not going to deny it. Yeah, I, that is good advice of what he said, you yep. know. Yep. He says, um, um, so, um, okay, so he's like, you are a set of deceitful scoundrels, uh, he said, turning to the others, but bless <laughs> you, he laughed, getting up and waving his arms. I give in. I will take Gildor's advice. If the danger were not so dark, I should dance for joy. Even so, I cannot help feeling happy, happier than I have yeah. felt for a long time. I had dreaded this evening, and I just think like uh, I, I I want to take a minute to just yes, this feels good. It's catharsis. If yeah. all of them were kind of keeping, there is this conspiracy going on. Yeah. you know, no one wants to burden someone else, and and they don't want uh, these woes and troubles in the Shire, and they don't want mm-hmm. they don't want to see their friend go through this. Mm-hmm. And it just shows. I mean, Gandalf. And Gildor and all these different players see, you know, the need and, and the benefit and the value of a fellowship companionship. Yeah. Right. You know, and I think that's, you know, teaching us something about life. We can make it through yeah. these things together. Yep. That's why we, we have to. It, it is. Yeah. But I, I hearken back. I think back to when you and I were talking about which book to start with. Uh-huh. and it's like the fellowship got to we're starting a book club got and it's to. like to get through some of this it's it's a group we want to be together we want to move yes. forward with new people and and, and yes. you know, new friends and that's what we're doing we're forging a fellowship with this with this book club and yeah. i i
3: love um all three of the stories i love, I love all three of the movies yeah. um but there's something about and obviously the, the the fellowship will take different forms as we move on It'll be splintered and and change, but like the reason I love this uh, story in particular so much is because they're they're linear, they're together. It, it is this this like band of brothers and friends. Uh, it could just as well have been sisters and brothers, you know what I mean, or sisters. And it's like they are in there together against all odds. Yeah, uh, not just friends, but like the best of friends. And, and worthy of that friendship from one another yeah you're right I mean it's like it and, and this is and because we we haven't learned a whole lot about We I mean, we know the character of Sam he's he's started to really develop mm-hmm. uh Pippin though not so much Pippin has some big lines here yes Pippin steps up and says he's, he's right on par with Sam yep. and then Mary Mary is really fleshed oh. out here until this point we haven't I mean, he's just been like, "Yeah, I'll help move your stuff. I'm your buddy. I'm your, I'm your friend. We'll move you back to to Buckland." So he 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 also steps up, right. and it's like we're seeing here that these guys are worthy to be on this, uh, on this on this on this um, this quest right. to destroy evil. That that there's no one else. That he mm-hmm. should have beside him.
2: They each have a role to play, you absolutely. know, and then Mary being this organizer and and the other two companions and out, They've got it set up. They've yeah. got a plan. I and almost feel like that element's kind
3: of lost in the movies a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Like I mean, obviously, he had, yeah. Tolkien had more time and sure, more sure, sure. Uh, yeah. greater tool to like advance the characters and deepen them. But I mean, they don't play. They're comic relief, pretty much. They're great friends, and they have moments where where this is shown, but. This is deep, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Committing themselves. Like, if you don't take us with you, we're following you anyway, mm-hmm. like your dogs. Yep. So you might as well accept it. Yeah. And then just to see Frodo happy again, too. Yes. I'm sorry. He just like, it's it's no, cool it's to great. see him.
2: Get that moment. because Relieved. Right. We yeah. need, you know, he needs these moments. You need these, you need, you need, mm-hmm. you need a bath from time to time. Absolutely. And, and you need a chance to kind of re- get rejuvenated because we've got a long trek ahead of us. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And what's neat about this, you see the planning here with the song, you know, we'll read some of it. They, yeah. uh, d- just the way they talk, it's, it's a, it harkens back to the, you know, the, the dwarf song that, yep. um, that Bilbo used to kind of start his adventure. Which and it is says, fitting. Yep. yeah, it says farewell. We call to the hearth and hall. Um, though wind may blow and rain may fall, we must away ere break of day far over wood and mountain tall to Rivendell where elves yet dwell in, in, in glades beneath the misty fell. Through more and waste we ride in haste, and whither then we cannot tell. And um, you know, at the end here, we must away. We must away. Uh, we ride before the break of day. Yeah, it just it just takes you right back to. It's again, it's a tie back into yeah. our, our first book and uh, yeah. our first adventure that we went on. You know, but. Um, it was planned. I mean, they planned this yeah, tune. They were right. ready to sing this new right. song. I know, yeah. you know, because they had conspired, <laughs> right, to get to this point. And they knew he'd have no choice. They're like, oh, he's
3: he's he's going. We're going with him. It doesn't matter what he says. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 All right. Amazing, man. Yeah. So let's get into. Um, and Frodo kind of decides, right? He yes. decides that they're gonna they're leaving at daybreak.
2: Yeah, exactly. So we're gonna kind of kind of skim through some of this the second half and get to our third part here. But mm-hmm. um, he decides they go back and forth on this. He he thinks about it for a little bit. Um, you know, Pippin's sort of like really how we were. It's just a right, song, right. mate. It's just <laughs> right, a song. Right. It's not literal, we're but not actually, leave it the, the break a day. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are yeah. Um, because it's of the writers. It's just how do we avoid? Ev- and he's like, I'm not taking the road right. And then they start talking about well, then the only path. Fatty starts talking about, he's like, the, you know, would be into... Certain death. Yeah, into in, yeah. into the forest. Yep. And that is not a good thing.
3: And I and I love this, how yep. Mary talks about pff, the old forest. We have a private entrance. Frodo's been there. Brandy Bucks have all been there. Uh, not a big deal. Right. Like, what, what are you sweating? And it, Fatty almost has this thing, like, if you go in, you're not coming out. Like, no one has ever... Have enter have has any? No one has ever had any luck there. People don't go there, and they make that rebuttal like, "Yeah, sure, we do. It's it's a creepy place, right? But uh,
2: we've been there before." Yeah, you, you know and we hadn't really mentioned, but Fatty's one of the conspirators. He is. So don't forget that he was and he, there and at he, the he, last luncheon. That's right. That's and right. So he he is definitely playing a good role here. I think sometimes we lose this, but yeah. There was a part in staying behind, and there's there's a good good reason and good you know, and what are the hobbits? Brave. Yes, and what do the hobbits say? They say I'd much rather be going into the old
3: forest, right then than, back than, than in Fatty's role because right. guess who's coming after us? Exactly, right. And he's got and he's gonna dress up and pretend to be Frodo, exactly, right. And so even then, like, what if? I mean, he's putting himself in danger. Of the fact that the the Black writers might think that he is Frodo, mm-hmm. take yep. him captive, torture cool. him, right? So.
2: Yeah. I know and they Fatty they say makes a big sacrifice. They say they, they they little thought how dangerous that part might prove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And really mm-hmm. they don't know. No. I mean, and so uh, and neither does Fatty. So no, he, doesn't. he just sees comfort in staying at the Shire and yep. and playing his role. And yep. really it was more do we leave a written message, do we not? We right. can't afford to arrest that. that. Yeah. You know, but if we can leave Fatty to tell Gandalf so, what's going yeah. on, yep. that would really help us. Mm-hmm. And so that's a part of the plan. I mean, I don't think they and again, had I wonder, I like to pose a question, mm-hmm. and I like to pose and pose a question to everyone who's who's listening and mm-hmm. who's a part of our book club. Do you think if if Fatty knew where this was going to go, they, they don't know how far it's going to go, and I wonder if they, if he would have known that my friends have to go that far. Yeah, would he have gone with them? Yeah, great question. Because if they're just going to Rivendell back, I'll see them in a little while. Right. You know. Right. But. I kind of wonder, had he have known, if he had the chance, you know, later on, skipping a little bit ahead here, sure. at the council, what would he do? It's I kind of feel like he's that type of friend who would, uh, he'd be the last one maybe to buck up the, gotta get out of the Shire. He but could go either way, couldn't he? He could go either way. I mean, that's the thing. That's I kind of a... want to know what people thought, you know, yeah. like, because I don't like... Maybe they will be on our next poll. They'll yeah, our sure, next poll. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't like leaving him out. He does play a role here, and he plays a he dangerous does. role. And later on, we'll get to it in another chapter it's pretty serious it's yeah, a it scary is. scary ass scene yeah it you is. know so um that's right. a great question what what do you do yeah so Man. wow but anyway so uh frodo finally says excellent you know we understand the plan. um you know and we can kind of um, move on from there they they decide to tidy up a little bit they've got to get some mm-hmm. things ready um gotta leave some of frodo's clothes behind right just a, just a few things they've got to pack up and be ready to go yeah and they're tired and it we gotta get some sleep, boys. Yeah. You know, it's time to get some sleep. That's right. They just um, podcasted all day. They're they exhausted. Did. They did. They did. <laughs> um so uh, yeah. Um so they actually they they go to sleep, right? And this is where mm-hmm. we get to our third, it's a our third segment, uh, which is the dream. It's two paragraphs.
3: Yeah. But we felt it was important enough to spend some time on. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's it's uh yeah it you appears to be a, yeah, appears yeah. be a prophetic dream. We can read the whole thing. Okay. Uh, I'll read the first paragraph or read the second. Sure. Okay, cool. When at last he had got to bed, Frodo could not sleep for some time. His legs ached. He was glad that he was riding in the morning. Eventually, he fell into a vague dream in which he seemed to be looking out of a high window over a dark sea of tangled trees. Down below among the roots, there was the sound of creatures crawling and snuffling. He felt unsure they would smell. That he felt sure they would
2: smell him out sooner or later. Right. Don't um, forget the sniffing. Don't forget that, guys. If there's one thing you've got to <laughs> never forget, yeah, don't it. forget it. Um, then he heard a noise in the distance. At first, he thought it was a great wind coming uh, over the leaves of the forest. Then he knew it was not leaves, but the sound of the sea far off, a sound he had never heard in waking life. Uh, though it had often troubled his dreams. That's interesting. Very interesting. Uh, suddenly, Destiny, right? right Destiny. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly he found out, um, suddenly he found he was out in the open. Uh, there were no trees at all. He was on a dark heath and there was a strange salt smell in the air. Hmm. Looking up, he saw before him a tall white tower standing alone on a high ridge. A great desire came over him to climb the tower and see the sea. He started to struggle up the ridge towards the tower, but suddenly a light came in the sky and there was a noise of thunder. So, okay. What do you think?
3: Dude, I don't know, because I'm thinking of this in a different way now. So I looked up what a heath is. You know what a heath is? Because I had no freaking idea. Heath is wasteland. Okay. So he's standing in wasteland, but looking up at a tall white tower.
2: Now, wait a second. He He was... he was on a dark heath, and there was a strange salt smell in the air. Mm-hmm. Now, is that that separate? Is is he because it does move him away from the sea? Earlier, he was um, well. He
3: just thought he had heard it, right? Okay. Sound of the sea far off, a sound that he had never heard. Suddenly, he found himself out in the open. Mm-hmm. All right. Then he's on this heath. He's in wasteland in the open, but he smells the salt in the air. So he heard the sound, mm-hmm. then he smells it, mm-hmm. and then looking up. He sees the white tower standing alone on a high ridge. A great desire came over him to climb the tower and then see the sea.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So he actually never, he doesn't ever lay eyes on it. Started to struggle up the ridge towards the tower, but suddenly a light came in the sky and there was a noise of thunder. Mm-hmm. A lot of things going on here. We feel, right, that it's prophetic. Yeah. That it has to do with his destiny. That it has to do with where Frodo, ultimately, its it's his journey ahead, what he has to go through. Obviously, wasteland... Uh, uh, this snuffling, the fear of being found, creatures crawling, uh, and then being left here, and then seeing this white tower that he tries to get to, this uh, this allure to the sea, something that's uh, haunted his dreams uh, for a long time, his entire life.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, I just looked you, up yeah, go to ahead. what yeah no, a a heath is. And it says an area of open, uncultivated land, especially Mm -hmm. in Britain, um, with uh, um there there is vegetation and it's it's a little more coarse grass. Mm -hmm. So there's still some green to it. There's still um it's it's coarse though and uh Yeah, wasteland. There's there's some shrubbery and stuff, yeah. But I just I'm just looking at pictures of it to kinda get a better feel of where we're at. Um so what do you think I mean, the, the first thing I said when I was reading this is he starts to struggle up the ridge towards the tower, but a, a suddenly a light uh, up uh, came up in the sky and there was a noise of thunder and, and literally the first thing I thought was it's not his time you know yeah, he starts remember, right. to go up this to, to this tower and not yet right And I'm thinking to myself and I I don't know like will we will we see this again right is, is the, will the time come later? And he really hasn't seen anything. he hasn't seen what he wants to
3: see. Yeah, what he's being pulled towards, that allure to the sea. He smells it, he hears mm.
2: it, but he doesn't see it yet. Right. I right. think there's a power, and we mentioned this before in a previous episode, the powers at work and the, these feelings uh, and what right. it, that it could be um, a, an urge, that these urges that he gets sometimes, uh-huh. that they don't necessarily, they're not always the ring. It's not the, always the ring that's no. pulling on him. There right. seems to be another force at work. Right. And so if you go back and listen, I think it's a couple chapters ago, we talk about this. Yeah. And I think that's the force at play. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's causing him to have dreams and a white tower and a light in the sky. Yeah. Those don't
3: sound dark, like dark forces. How many times was
2: light mentioned earlier? You had said, Oh yeah. It's a, it's
3: a theme throughout this before. It's all this darkness and, and storminess. And now we have, yeah, you're right. It's, it's a common theme pouring out of, uh, Brandy hall. And even, um, I don't know. You can even think about when you take a bath, right? You're, you're covered in dirt. You're darker. You take a bath. You come out lighter. Uh, it's a stripping away of, of dark things. Here
2: we go. So this this goes clear back to the beginning of the chapter. Yeah. When they're going down the ferry lane and they're um, they're noticing it's straight, it's well kept. There are large, whitewashed stones. Yeah, white, white stones. Right. And they've also got like a white, um, you know, border to like the water's edge. And there's yeah. this, you know, the lights of Brandy Hall. Right. Right. That's one of
3: the first things they see is like a beacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, calling them across or leaving them across the river too yeah yeah um, yeah I don't know yeah so he's he's passing through this I mean there's there's obviously elements of darkness too and he says it's a it's a vague dream uh-huh. obviously yeah. I mean yeah. we so yeah.
2: well at first let's so what, interesting at first he's he's looking out a high window over a dark sea of tangled right. trees right okay Um. what are we talking about I'm just asking questions yeah. are we talking about a forest what type yeah. of Right. where are we at what what dark sea of tangled trees are we talking about um there are there are roots um with the sound with um the sound of creatures crawling and snuff and snuffling yeah uh he felt like they could smell him out sooner or later right right right? so is this this, is this mind
3: grappling with these forces that are so
2: still um like unknown to him well, almost want this is a two two part of a dream, right? This is like sort of he's sensing right now yeah. in the presence or right in the near, uh, maybe something that had just happened or near future to him, right? And because it, it note you notice there's a, there's a, a noise in the distance, so yeah. is this the distant future? Is this a sure. it's a yeah. it's a distance from these creatures that are smelling him out, right? And is that something he just needs to keep going towards, yeah? To to you know. Uh, to, to, to follow, to get out of reach of these crawling creatures. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the, and the noise changes too.
3: Right. Here's in the distance. Then he, at first he thinks it's leaves of the forest. hmm And then he know it's interesting too that he, <laughs> he knows it's the sea, but he's never been to the sea. hmm Isn't that interesting though? Yeah. I mean, it's not like he had his iPhone out and was like looking up videos of the ocean. Mm-hmm. He knows what the sea sounds like, but he's never been there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. That is very interesting. Very interesting. I I mean, it's
3: like the the whole thing. It's a whole. And then I love I I love your point of. I don't know because I think you get caught up in all the details, but the point of, it's not, his, uh, not time yet. He has to go. He has to go through something before he can see what he's being pulled to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's got to go through something first.
2: Well, I, I just keep thinking back to a great desire came over him and i'm mm-hmm. telling you you go back multiple times something an urge or a desire comes over him that i believe is counter to the will of the ring sure yeah, absolutely and so you know and those of you who have you know if this is a re- like again a reread for you you'll know a lot of um, yeah. what this means and i and i i'm okay with you guys sharing that in our thread actually mm-hmm. tell us to, tell mm-hmm. us what you can actually Quite frankly, it's not, it's meant to be a little bit ambiguous and it's meant to be left up to your interpretations. That's a, what Tolkien a bit. does, man. That's what he does. Yeah. And so, you know, you have a bunch of companion books and stuff that you can go to, but, mm-hmm. you know, isn't it great to kind of be in awe of, of what's happening and yeah. to take this dream as a, just a dream right here where we're at and yep. what does it mean? And, and right. And not have, a, so I want you to share your thoughts as to what you think, whether you've read the books or you know where we're going, or you've seen the end of the movies and whatever you think it might be, because it is not what I, when I first read this, when, when I read this again, my thoughts are starting to be a little different than maybe they had been mm-hmm. uh, before. Mm-hmm. So um, there's, there, there might be something more to it. And I is, love what I'm saying.
3: Yeah. I love that about him too. I love how he. Like he believed in applicability too, right? He didn't like one-for-one one connections to stuff. And I think that plays out in his his sometimes uh, ambiguity of like, I'm not going to tell you what this is. It could be a lot of different things. Uh, he never even identifies, like for the two towers, he never tells you what two towers are he's talking about. That's never identified Fine, as the what right. specifically. And he yeah. does that stuff on purpose because he wants you to bring to it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. to To make those connections on your own, and then share with each other, like that's what that's what great myths do. Mm-hmm. They create conversation. They uh, challenge you to question yourself and others mm-hmm. to come to some kind of uh, bridge to like maybe what it really was. I don't know. I well, don't here's know. the
2: thing: you 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 can think about that tower as something that. Is actually real or physical, sure. or something symbolic, right? You know, it could it could stand for something else. It, um, it doesn't have to be an actual physical. Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. So, how often are dreams actually physical? Yeah, not very often, it, right? Yeah, they stand for different things. There's right. a, there's a presence there or something. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that's sort of the way I started to kind of think about it more. So, hmm. um, you know, I think that's Love there, it, dude. Yeah. So, damn, it's it's great. So, that, so there you go, guys. That's that's just our, our reread. Um, Wow, we want to know your thoughts on that, though. I really yeah, would like you to express some of your thoughts about the dream, and then and then uh, you know friendship and things. But let's get into some of the cool connections. We got a lot of we got a lot of bywater posts to get My through. My lord, snowed so under. You, it's it's, it's
3: warming up like spring here, but there's still a lot of snow left over. Hey. So the cool <laughs> connections. Uh, Tolkien does a cool thing here. Uh, demonstrating, we talk about this Frodo's companions, they're worthy of a quest of this level. Uh, they're the company that Frodo needs. Mary, Pippin, Sam, all very underrated. You know, we're led to believe it before um, uh, that they're in the dark, but they themselves have been conspiring to protect Frodo all along, right. way back in the Shire. Uh, Tolkien flip, flips the connotation of conspiracy on its head like normally. We think of it as a very negative thing, uh, covering up something bad. Right. Mm-hmm. But here it's uh, the covering up of something intended to help. Right. To do good.
2: It's intention. And I, I meant to mention that when we were talking about that. It's it's all about intention. Yes. You know, And you might think, well, they were being um, deceiving and they were whatever. No. It's intention, right. right? And it's 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 where is your heart? Right? You know what I mean? And I think we need to remember that as human beings, sometimes right. is, is you know we don't always say the right things, we don't always yeah. do the right things, but where is your heart at? Yeah, you know. And, and I so, think, and I think they knew their friend
3: too. They knew that that's that's the way they had to go about it, right? I think I think they knew that he is the kind of guy who, like Frodo, is the kind of guy who would want to take it all on himself and not feel, not f- feel like he has to. Or would want to to burden his friends to come with him, so that's the way they had to go about it. Um, right. Wow! Uh, I, I, obviously, I'm gushing over this chapter. I love it. Tantalizing taste of a truly magical region of the Shire. Uh, we're relieved from some tension. There's there's laughter. There's a hot shower scene that we see. There's beer in the throat. <laughs> uh, there's there's laughter. There's I think I said that twice. Uh, um, singing and, and even like feeling like dancing. So that's something we haven't had for a while So it's the party, really. And we need um, it. My um, we needed it. Oh my gosh, yeah, we needed it. And it's and it's a uh, you know Frodo and his companions now have no secrets. The paranoia and the dishevelment is is kind of gone for a little bit, and we're left with uh, a clear focus. Of a group of people, a forging of a fellowship, and while doom lays ahead of them, they remain held by uh, the euphoria of their friendship. Yeah, pretty absolutely. awesome, man. It's awesome, man. The, this chapter w- was beautiful, absolutely beautiful.
2: Yeah, and, and and to be honest with you, I like this is no so, so the way I do the reread. Sometimes, guys, I will read a good five to ten. Ship. Lane and I have talked about this. Mm-hmm. He's going literally. Just chapter by chapter, mm-hmm. I read on ahead mm-hmm. and things, and so I remember in my first initial listen, buddy. I was zooming past some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that was you know some cool thing, but this is why you go through it and you've, yeah. you you tease all this stuff out because yeah. it's it's, uh, there's, it's so gonna, unpack, it, there? it, there's so much to unpack, isn't there? There's so much to to appreciate, yeah, and, and there's so many lessons to learn. Yep, so. for sure. Layers. All right. Yeah. all right, guys, that's our cool connections. Um, we are going to dive into our Bywater post. This is all you guys. We Got your scuba gear because we're I going do. deep here. I do. I'm afraid of swimming, though. Um, so He's not a Bucklander. I never made it past guppy fish in swimming <laughs> lessons. So I did the ladder. That was it. Okay. Where you'd, where you'd hold your breath and yeah. pull down the ladder. That's it. That was uh,
3: right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doggy paddle. All
2: right. All so right. We got, a couple, we got a couple stories I think we want to share. Um, we do. Wow, I did not spell her name right, so do not even look at that right there. Sorry. <laughs> I was just messing around. It's part of my dyslexia. Um. <laughs> so don't worry about it. All right. Um, you got it, Nicole. I want you to, if you can, to take a sec, pull up uh, Nicole Whitaker's um, story. If, if Absolutely, you I will. Yeah, pull that up, and I'm gonna go ahead and read one of our iTunes uh, reviews here, yes, sir. Um, we 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 really appreciate you guys going to iTunes. It does help the podcast, and so like, yeah, you guys have no idea. It, it we super appreciate it. I believe Lane, we're getting close to doing our third. Uh, Pop socket giveaway. Yes, we are because we're up to thirty now. So I think we might uh, need a couple more here or there to kind right. of make the numbers work. Our, our but. second
3: one was won by Chris Broughton. Right. Yes. Uh, Arwen the Snuggly, the uh, true inspiration for Arwen, the character in
2: the in the books and the films uh, of the Siberian right. and, Elven and elves. Exactly. And Chris, let me know if you got that because um, I, the, the the price of stamps went up. I don't know that they realized <laughs> it. So let me know that you got that okay because if not i will i will if it comes they back got it me, halfway to
3: california it's genuine. like in nebraska it's just sitting there some chris b is but and, it anyways
2: yeah. um okay so but congrats chris yeah first one is actually uh big brother b um and this is a this is um a review for us so in a world swimming in negativity it's so great to dive in with the host uh that loves something. Um, unabashedly why do you guys have to put words that I can't read Uh, (laughs) as I do great job guys Uh, keep up the good work and if you have any more uh, reader theories uh, you've got to share them and um, you know that's that's from our our friend Chris thank you Chris yeah okay so Nicole Whitaker she's a Swisher right man I tell you what Nicole she's all over the podcast uh, she's a good friend yeah and and I'm, I'm and guys I always open the podcast with hey friends and I want you to know that because I just, I, I, we just believe. I believe in seeing the good in everyone, and, and there's there is that last iTunes review I just read. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really I, I love it because it's there is so much negativity in the world and stuff, Absolutely. and I like to think of. I don't know. I just, I, I, life is a journey and it's just like so cool that we get to meet new people and stuff. And so Nicole is someone who yeah. we've met in the Swish and Flick group. We've met her in different podcasts and stuff. So yeah, she's just a, a great character. And, and so listen, glad when, to have her. Yeah. And when we
3: use the term forging the fellowship, when we call you guys mean members of our fellowship, we don't use that lightly. Like this is, no. this is, um, seriously a, a, very special community that, that we're all a part of. And that we all have value within. And it's a place where you should feel safe to, Express uh, your thoughts about the stories, um, hear th- others' thoughts, and feel that freedom. Because yeah. a lot of times we don't we don't have areas like that in life where we can do that. And, and this is one of them. So Nicole uh, is kind of sharing her story here, and she has a lot of cool quotes. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to read this. Let's go for it. This is going to be a one long ass comment. <laughs> so I apologize now for usurping the discussion thread. Man, the vocabulary. Of our, of our book club friends, blow me well. our uppers is off the charts. However, in response to you guys talking about meaningful feedback about the podcast, I have been mulling over this response since episode three, which includes some of my very favorite quotes from the series. But I think it's a good time to go ahead and write because you guys deserve to know why your podcast is meaningful to me. Briefly, how I got into LOTR, I was a full-grown adult in my 20s before discovering the series chalk it up to a religious upbringing and not being exposed to the world of Tolkien. At the time of my LOTR acquaintances, I was part of a ministry training program in Phoenix, Arizona called Master's Commission, MC, and things were not going well for me. A year previous, I had seen Fellowship and fell in love with the story. I think I bought the book trilogy that year and had perhaps read the first book, but had not adventured into the next. At some point, I had also seen two towers and procured extended versions of both because that's the only way to watch them. We agree. Anyway, for a lot of reasons, I've, I was very depressed this final year in MC. For a full year, I questioned so much about my life. My confidence and self-worth had been, shot, had been shot due to some very bad leaders in my life. I struggled to get out of bed daily. But one thing that kept my head as near to the surface of the water as possible, Lord of the Rings. I quite literally watched the movies on repeat every day. During this time, the theater version of *Return of the King* came out on DVD. I rented it religiously, pun intended. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> as soon as one movie was over, I put the next one in, and so on. Just watching them over and over, realizing I had, I did, I did have some very good counsel in my life. Gandalf. Jeez,
2: dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, I'm
3: gonna start crying again. It was uh, his words and a few we will encounter in a bit that kept me going. But when Frodo says he wishes the work of the ring had never come to him, this is more movie wording. And Gandalf replies, so do all who live to see such times, let me start that over. So do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. Can't tell you how many times this is me talking. That has also come into my head. In a difficult time, you think, let it pass from me. No, this is for you. Yep. My ring, so to speak, was the stuff going on at MC. All I could control was my response, which was eventually to get the hell out of that rat trap. Mm -hmm. Or when Gandalf says, behind that there was something else at work, beyond any design of the ring maker, I can put it no plainer than by saying that Bilbo was meant to find the ring, and not by its maker, in which case you also were meant to have it. And that may be an encouraging thought. At the time, I definitely had different beliefs than I do now, and I thought just maybe if i was going through all this crap i was meant to that there weren't just bad guys at work maybe some good guys were too thinking that there could i'm sorry thinking that there could be any reason at all other than people being dicks mm-hmm. that i was going through all of this helped me get through it it helped me muster a strength to leave but the best and i think we will see this when we meet lady gladriel was this the world is indeed full of peril and in it there are many dark places but still there is much that is fair and though in all the lands love is now mingled with grief it grows perhaps the greater I was still in all the dark places and in my and in many ways they were inside of me but silly as I suppose it could sound these movies showed me some of the fairness that still remained even when they're even when there just wasn't enough light for me to see it not silly at all I think you could say that the movies and eventually the books, which I read the summer directly after removing myself from this toxic idiocracy, were, uh, were my light of a Rendell star, a light in a dark mm-hmm. place when all other lights had gone out. Yeah. It took three years to pull myself out of this depression, and it was full of a lot of ugly stuff. Black, dark isolation, hatred, fear, and hurt. But I did. And it was mostly entirely at the hands of L.O.T.R. and the music of the Dixie Chicks and She-Daisy. So this is why I'm excited to read this with you guys, because I get to share something that is so meaningful to me with the people who have had their own lives changed for the better because a man named John sat down to write about the mm-hmm. smallest person changing the course of history. So thank you again. Sorry to mon- wow. Blech. Thank you again. Sorry to monopolize the thread. No apology necessary.
2: Mm-hmm. Back to the newest episode.
3: Mm-hmm. Amazing,
2: my friend. Um, it's. Whew. There's there's a reason we read some of these. It's it, the, like the beginning of that. It's nothing to, 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 you and I. This is a story, and it's it's how people's words and their stories and their lives can change and impact and influence other people. And to think about one man who did sit down and write this, and to to you know uh, communicate lessons and themes to young people and to just different people in different, you know, uh, walks of life that are struggling with things. Uh, it's something precious, and it is something that is. I guess, ironically use the word precious, but it is. It's. It's. You know, I mean, and, and I'm not trying to be you know funny or facetious. It's. It is something near and dear. That's 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 why we. That's why we do this, and that's why we, we value something like this. And it's why it's one of the greatest pieces of literature I think that's ever been written. I mean, it's, it's a good it's a good wholesome story, mm-hmm. and it's something we all can rally around and and to and towards. Mm-hmm. And man, that story really it just it's beautiful beautiful and it, and and, and, it, and it sucks you know that it's it's a harsh reality sometimes and something i deal with with my kids at school lane is, is talking to them about what may come in life and it is mm-hmm. so hard we all were there we all remember some oh, yeah. of these these hardships and stuff and to see a little higher to stand up on you know um so somebody's shoulders to see where these things may go and where they may lead. It's, I don't know. Look to that to that white tower. Yeah. So, right, and a light. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so let me read a couple more um, iTunes reviews here and then then we'll get back to another story. You can go ahead and pull up that next story. And we've got a new, um, actually we just have a uh, Facebook review that just came up. No way. am me to read that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five
3: star from Kevin Henry. He says, I'm a mailman and need something to listen to during the day and I am so glad that I found this podcast. Ez and Lane do a great job of trans." whoa mm-hmm. that was me really trying to read it was lane and esen lane do a great job of transporting the listener into the world of tolkien i had read the hobbit in high school and then lord of the rings movies came out and i went to see them and loved every second i then dug greedily i then dug greedily and too deep into the books awakening a love for the series as large as the Belrog. Wow, wow. Wow. That is awesome. <laughs> it has been a few years, probably 2011 since I've, re- uh, since I've reread the books. And then I stumbled upon this podcast and I've been already dusted and I've already dusted off my copy of the fellowship of the ring and, and I'm reading along, taking more time on this read, uh, on this read through to try and analyze the text closely. I hope that you guys do this for the Silmarillion as I, like Lane, mm-hmm. have not ventured into these deep waters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to do that together, friend, for sure. Yeah. Keep up the great work, even though you guys don't like each other. <laughs> LOL. Mm-hmm. He knows the truth. You
2: know, he's reading the lines make <laughs> it can seem like you yeah. get along Yeah. <laughs> God, your what love fa- of talking, lore. Oh, my God. What a facade we have going on. I know, right? It's like we're friends or something. I know. So that's from Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. Um, all right. Awesome. Yeah. Let me jump into, I'm going to read a couple here and you get that other yes, story pulled sir. up. Yes. So we got uh, J2886. I really, uh, I'm really excited for this because I haven't heard this series in uh, so many years. Super excited to do a read along with you guys. We are super excited to have you. So thank you. Uh, Patrick um, Crossen. I think I said it right. Crossan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been looking for a current reread podcast of Lord of the Rings and I finally found it. Um, funny, great literary analysis, uh, feels like a college classroom discussion with two fun profs. Wow. Wish, uh, you know, but I'm glad that it feels like a discussion. That's what we want, you know, and we want it to be like a, so, um, good sound production, uh, by two guys who clearly love these books real quick note on the sound production. We're, uh, we're, if we ever sound a little echoey, guys, as a super self-conscious about this, I love Lane's house, but I'm bringing some studio phone. Okay, all right, done. There's no plug. Um, next one, real quick. Uh, I've got uh, Kid 77 TDT. Uh, I love this podcast. Um, it has such an authentic book club feel. It feels like um, you're sitting around and discussing the book with friends, exactly what we want, mm-hmm. so that's awesome to For hear For us, that. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the, it, talking, like sharing that story, Jesus. I mean, like yeah. that's exactly what we... We may as always be in... Wow. In the same room. Same room is yeah. what i say. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're looking for a thoughtful, in-depth book club, um, in all things Middle Earth, you know, stop here. Start listening. Um, this Man, is great guys this is amazing great. these like i don't think they understand how meaningful this is for oh, us dude it's it's it, like, it, seriously i know i know it's 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 mind-blowing um it's awesome to be invited into the hobbit hole drink some ale smoke some <laughs> old toby and feel at home uh this is simply one of the greatest series of all time thank you ezra lane uh you know thank you we really appreciate Beautiful. that uh, smoke some old toby come come on yeah baby. Sarah let us do a little bit of that here we're in the, in the hobbit place. hole doggy <laughs> come on all
3: right uh so we have a little message from Hannah Estes, she says, ah, gosh, guys, I have to pace myself on these podcasts. Okay. I came in a few weeks late and I listened to all four
2: in like one week hold on a second, hold on a second, because we try, I'm going to tell you something, we were, we at first, and I know we ramble in the beginning sometimes, and, and, and Lord, and, I was born, born a rambling man. Right, like, see stuff like that, I can't control him, guys, he's a wild card on this show. Ezra scripts um, all of it. I, right, that was scripted. Um, So anyways, it's just, like it's a two and a half hour show. It is. <laughs> so
3: I'm always just but like as has always made a good point. You have two weeks to digest it. We have two weeks to go through this together. Well, apparently Hannah a Fortnite is, you know Hannah loves it. I, I don't that's awesome. I love fine. that. We're
2: gonna have to get more we're gonna to get more content for Hannah. Okay.
3: Okay. Well, let's do it. We'll She'll do it. well, it's in the past, but yep. last week she we all got we something pretty that's special right. we'll here. Yeah. Tammy Lane, baby. Those things
2: will be coming uh, that's right periodically. And more in the
3: future. Yep. Then when I finished those, I was like, crap, I have to wait another two weeks for the next one. So, needless to say, I was totally stoked when this new one came out. I just wanted to tell y'all, she is from Fayetteville, Arkansas, that's a a genuine y'all, not like when As and I say it, that I love the show. I haven't finished the latest one yet, pacing myself, but already I've yelled out once in response to one of your comments, explanation here robin williams one of my all-time favorite actors i seriously get sad every time i watch one of his movies now we all do, yeah. Yeah, do. Mm-hmm. also tom bombadil one of my favorite characters that i didn't even know existed until i read the book this last year mm-hmm. after you guys said that robin almost played tom i literally yelled dang it peter jackson it would have been so perfect <laughs> and then <laughs> later laughed out loud This is awesome. This bout of laughter hit me about the same time Ez started freaking out about the Stormy, Night, and Black Riders. Yeah. For both of us. Right. This tickled me so much for several reasons. For one, y'all are just funny. Secondly, I had a very similar experience with this. Last year, I was reading The Lost World by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. there is a part where the company is traveling through a forest of cannibals. As they go along, they hear war drums, and the book says, sometimes they beat quickly, sometimes slowly, sometimes an obvious question and answer, one far to the east breaking out in a high staccato rattle and being followed after a pause by a deep roll from the north. There was something indescribably nerve-shaking and menacing in in that constant mutter, which seemed to shape itself into the very syllables of the half-breed, endless-repeated. We, wa- we will kill you if we can. We will kill you if we can. Okay, now picture this. I'm on a spring turkey hunt trip with my husband, and I'm reading this on my phone in the middle of the night during the worst storm I've ever seen. 12 inches of rain, multiple lightning strikes every minute for at least two to three hours. Get down. Yeah. In a pop-up camper. Wow. I couldn't help but change the sound of the thunder to the sound of drums. It was Mm. so creepy and awesome all at the same time. Anyway, sorry this is such a long message. Don't be. And that last part wasn't exactly Tolkien related, but I thought I would share it anyway. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Keep it up, guys.
2: Wow. Awesome. That's awesome, yeah. Awesome story. Love that. Beautiful. Thank you, Hannah. Isn't it great when somebody, you're reading that story, though, and it's like, um, you know, what's happening outside mimics... Even absolutely, the feel, man. even the feel, even if it's not the exact same weather, it's like the feel, it's absolutely, like, absolutely. You know? I don't know. Yep. super cool. So, all right guys, uh, I think that's, that's it for, um, the, for the Bywater post. Mm-hmm. Um, we will keep those coming. We're gonna do about five, um, iTunes. We just do about five, uh, reviews and then we'll share a couple of stories as we get those yep. just sort of your, you even know. though
3: we're backed up at the, uh, at the Bywater post, they'll all, they'll all be read. Yeah, yeah, we're just going to yeah. keep
2: coming out with them. So, you know, yep. if we miss one or something, or you guys, you know, what have you, send us a private message, yes. you know, hey, guys, boom, you, you missed miss mine. Me. Yeah, yep. we'll, just, we'll throw it in for sure. That's right. So, um, that's, it's, it's great. It's a great problem to you have. Know, it's great yeah. that we have so many people passionate and wanting to, you know, um, come on and talk and discuss and sit yeah. down and have some good fellowship. Gosh, right. dang it. That's right. All right. So, um, Lane? We got some strawberries with cream. We do. Okay, so tonight... Uh, Can got... we actually have strawberries and cream for crying out loud? One time, like, uh, is it asking? Are they a whole in lot season? To be... As I mean, no. To be an Amanda and not, Well, come on.
3: <laughs> yeah, hey, you know That's what? I'll, we'll okay. grow some this summer. Okay, and we'll have some. We'll have some Shire strawberries. Okay, all right. Um, all right. So here's my yeah, and I keep and I get us off track. If you could hang for one night in the Shire, where are you going? Bag End, Brandy Hall, the Green Dragon, the Golden Perch old farmer maggots mushroom patch you have one night to hang out somewhere you get to go not, i'm not talking about like not new zealand
2: i mean the actual mm-hmm. middle earth yeah. where are you going as yeah and, and you said you've got one night and, and, you're, and you're hanging out right
3: yes there's no threat of, of black riders
2: you're chilling like a villain you almost want to go you of, almost want to go, go first because mine may seem straightforward but it's not so you may want to go first on this do you do you want me to go first? I'll go first. I think you should go well, first. I, had,
3: I couldn't really decide. So, obviously, the hedge would be cool. I want to see if it's tiny like Ez was thinking or monstrosity like I was thinking. I definitely want to uh, go see Brandy Hall. I would love to just get lost in Brandy Hall. I'm sure there's plenty of beer on tap there. Uh, oh, but... I thought
2: you were only picking one place you can pick. Multiple places?
3: Uh, I wasn't supposed to. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't okay. decide. Okay. Okay. But I think... Okay, I'm going to narrow it down, though. Okay, okay, here you go. I think what I would have to go with... Which sounds weird because it's pretty much like picking my own house is going to the Crick Hollow Cottage. Okay. I think that's that's me to a T. It's out of the way. No one's there. Mm-hmm. Uh it's secretive. Uh I could have think whoever of the sounds
2: you would hear coming from the old forest. Oh. You know that is I didn't even think about that, man. That one, you're right up against it and the wind blowing through the hedge. Oh. Wow. You know what I mean? It's
3: on the, it's on the, yes, it's private, but it's also on the edge
2: of the wild. That's my kind of, it's my kind of jam. Hold on, hold on a second. Let's just yep. keep, let's keep using our our, our senses here. So we're at what quick. about the sniffing? We can, we're, we're going out for a sniff of air, fresh air. Yeah. Right. But you know what you might catch in that sniff is something over at, over at, um, yeah. Brandy hall. <laughs> <laughs> Some old Toby. Something maybe. Yeah. Right. And you yeah. might, you might hear the sounds of the old forest yeah. mixed in with the folk <sighs> over at Brandy hall. Oh, you know I mean, I'm sure Sound would just carry out there. I think it would. Just
3: carry I think it would. They're the having hills. a good time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Bounce off the hedge. Come back in. Come on. Right. Yeah. And I'd love to take a bath there. Yes. Those like copper tubs. Right? Are you kidding me? Good <laughs> Lord. Uh, yeah. All right, Ezzy. What do you got, man?
2: I was. I, I thought we were picking just one place. So I went I, I with, picked one place. Okay. 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 All right. So I went with the Green Dragon. Oh. All right. I went with the green, the, the green Dragon because I will pick that one place... Because I green know, Dragon, no question. No question, because I know that if I go there, it will take me to many more places. Okay? Oh, <laughs> it will take me. Okay. now in, in, in multiple forms. I know that uh, um, while I'm there, I'll hear things about uh, the happenings in Mickle Delving.
3: I thought we were just picking one area. Hey,
2: I'm in that area. I'm sitting in the Green Dragon. <laughs> I'm hearing things that are happening. I'm hearing about your you know, butt going over to Crick Hollow. <laughs> And being scared out of your mind, okay. He's a little and we're out laughing there. at you at the Green Dragon, okay. Yeah. Um, well, but it. no, also, yeah. I'm going to break the rule here. And you never know where you might go after the uh, Green Dragon. True. It closes up at 2 p.m. or 2 a.m. <laughs> uh, hopefully, not 2 p.m. <laughs> I don't know if they do 8 a.m. and p.m. Uh, but, you know, breakfast beers only. Oh, Jesus. Could you imagine? Yeah. Um, but no, then you roll out with Sam. Where are you going? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so let's I go think catch a I sniff think, of air. I, I think if you ha- if you could only hit, that's the place you go. So. That's, a good, that's a good choice. But I let like us that. know. I would like to hear what other people's thoughts Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you hanging out? So, all right, guys. Um, wow. Time to share the load, Time bro. To share the load. Let's do it. Um. So just a little quick plug here. We have our Patreon series. Uh, we'll make it quick. We don't want to burden you with it, and, and we always do it at the end, so you guys don't think we're just throwing this at you. But if you're like yeah, Hannah, no. if you're like Hannah, and and you want some more to listen to we it's do it there yeah you know, we, we do a travel pod there and back again chapter one is up uh chapter two we are recording right after this right after this babe which will be great so oh, we have a yeah. good time we're gonna crack open a brew and get after oh, it just and go just down so memory you memory lane. Know, yeah that, that memory <laughs> lane <laughs> why don't we call it that i don't know sure but um just so you guys know, the, the Patreon um, podcast is a little bit more PG-13 to r rate, Not R-rated, but, uh, you yeah. know, we have a drink or so. Just it, so you we, know.
3: We re- relax a little we more. We relax right? a little Pub bit. talk That's sometimes. Casual, exactly. casual. Yeah. Casual. yeah.
2: yeah. Um, we have a real good um, series going there, The Appendices. I think it's funny. I oh. can't help but listen to it. If you wanted some behind the scenes of the Tammy Lane interview, yes, I, I sometimes would clip and cut. Are there um, two parts as? Two parts to that? Or is there just yeah. one? There's three. There's three parts of extras for Tammy Lane. Yeah, I did. I did the, I did Holy the, cow. Yeah, I did the part where we were, uh, yeah. I Tammy. Ta- ta- was it something ta- ta- I said? Ta- ta- Tammy, ta- 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 Tim, are you there? Tammy,
3: Tammy, Tammy, Tammy. Oh, my! Like,
2: you're taking me right back. Yeah. Tammy, so Tammy. <laughs> anyways, to make it short, we said we would, sorry. Um, if you want to check that out, guys, it's it's funny. And we're hoping that we'll have more of those as we do interviews in the future. Yes, um, We honestly come over, and guys, I've got SD cards out the wazoo, and mm. I just literally hit record. The appendices is just all the behind-the-scenes happenings and yeah. stuff, and I clip it up to yeah. make it kind of funny. So um, if you enjoy that, go check it out. Um, we have illustrations that are coming out soon. We yes. might do those, guys, more on like one every... Um, you know three months or so it's a lot for for Lane to do those but he does a really good job some really good artwork and, and I want you guys to see it um so and eventually we're gonna have like a companion it, it's a it's a long term goal but man to have like an illustration Damn. from each chapter would be, be pretty sick. cool so, that's the goal that's, that's the what goal we're
3: working towards um, yes but, sir uh,
2: yeah and then also Lane, you want to we, our Instagram and go over so this uh, where you can follow us where you can find us that's right we've got uh, we've got an Instagram account uh, at up talking tolkien
3: uh we try to post pictures there teasers stuff that we're doing silly videos uh all that kind of stuff and also screenshots that link you back to what's going on on the facebook page as well our facebook page is an unexpected podcast and uh we've got polls up there oh speaking of which we gotta pull that up yeah go for it yeah Um, um we've got polls that go on we share pictures uh, as does live videos in my house without me knowing about it. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, just random. kidding. There is uh, a visual. So I'm going to start actually, and I have done this already, but we'll continue to do this, posting visual companions for that travel podcast that's on Patreon. Mm-hmm. So the Journey Through Middle Earth, They're Back Again, uh, the New Zealand Travel Podcast. There will be uh, photo albums that you can all enjoy uh, and check out pictures from... Uh, New Zealand cool. and it's sometimes it's middle earth related. Sometimes it's just the beautiful country that it is. Um, but we have all kinds of stuff on Facebook. And then we actually now have a Twitter account. Yeah.
2: Thank you to, was it, was it Chris? Chris. Yeah. Chris was, uh, Chris Brown.
3: yeah. Chris was saying, Hey, I, I want to promote you guys or um, share, share. Yeah. Retweet one of our yes. episodes. Yeah. That's it. And uh, we were like, Oh man, we, we don't, I don't really do Twitter. As I'm not I'm, either
2: I'm not good at it so I'm right I, we, we live on Facebook and Instagram but we made one yeah and we are now I think we're pushing everything to the Twitter so if you want to follow us on Twitter absolutely go for it so it's, it's up at, there at, at up talking Tolkien. uh and we also yeah our poll results I forgot about this yeah, so for last up.
3: chapter uh we had a poll on a shortcut to mushrooms we weren't really sure who Frodo feared more was it the black riders or was it farmer maggot mm. we had guys on these polls I, I'm I'm really impressed We've been having like an average of 30 to 40 votes right. on each one. So right. we're getting pretty good percentages. Yeah. And so let's keep that up. I'll, I'll try to keep them interesting. We'll work to make them good polls for you to, to choose. Yeah. Um so the Black Riders won out. 56% really? said he he it was more afraid of Black Riders, but a close 44% said he probably feared Farmer Maggot more. We had some hilarious comments though. Um Christopher Michael I was just about to mention him, Christopher Michael, dude, I cannot stop laughing when he's so funny and, and like intelligent, so he says, it's killing just, me, Just going to put this out there." He didn't know anything about the writers. They scared him, but it was an unknown fear, and those are generally difficult to quantify, Very true. Okay. But Maggot, you know the stories he was raised on. Stories about thieving children going missing in the crops, especially the mushrooms doing surprisingly well. Mm-hmm, Stories mm-hmm. about scythes and axes and mysterious late night movement on the farm. He was afraid of the writers. He was terrified for his life of Farmer Maggot.
2: Wow. Mm. I know, right? I, I mean, mean, wow, dude. That's
3: convincing argument. I mean, I, dude. I changed my vote after that, I gotta say. Yeah, exactly. Changed my vote uh, after I read was, that. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad he
2: put it down. You know, another thing, yeah. he's, uh, we, we've been posting, uh, we posted all those clues leading up to our last episode. <laughs> yeah, always oh. some
3: funny ones. <laughs> Everyone, funny? everyone's comments yeah. are, those are hilarious. Um, yeah. yeah, which you know now, of course, is Tammy Lane. Yeah. So.
2: All right, awesome. So that's, that's basically just our, our Facebook, Twitter. Um, it's time to say our Fortnite farewell, my friend.
3: <sighs> Sad time every time. We want to thank you for stepping off the road with us. Our next episode, will be digging deep into chapter six. Finally
2: getting there, guys. The old forest. Absolutely. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, uh, leave a comment, or send us a shadow facts.
3: We'll see you in a fortnight. And remember, Frodo lives.
2: <laughs> 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 oh.